on a watch. Hi, I'm Raven, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Base Raiders, for what I promise is definitely the final episode. Not those false final episodes from previous weeks. This is the definitive final episode. Oh, by the Come way, on. I have to leave in an hour, so we're going to... Oh, okay. <laughs> well, in that case, sh uh, I'll just kill you all in, like, the first <laughs> trap in the dungeon, and then we'll keep the schedule. Right, cool. Thanks. Sounds yeah, good. Sweet. Uh, Great campaign, guys. Cool. Before we jump into killing Alex's character so that he can leave early, uh, why don't we introduce ourselves, starting with the man who needs to leave early himself. Oh, yeah, get this out of the way. Thanks. Uh, my name is Alex. Uh, you might recognize my melodious voice from such podcasts as Ragnar Rock. That's it. Uh, and today I shall be playing the hyper-intelligent alien nanoswarm named Greg. Uh, he is a complex cloud of nanoscopic uh, machine ro uh, machines that work together to form a cohesive unit. And if you stand inside of him, he smells like a fart. Good. Ryan? I guess I will go next. My name is Ryan. You may also recognize my voice from such podcasts as Ragnar Rock, not the massive event where every superhero on Earth disappeared or the final battle of the Norse god, but the podcast. And tonight I will be playing Amriel, who is a demon legionary uh, who is summoned to Earth by an evil sorceress. Um... Sorceress disappeared during Ragnarok, um, and Amriel has since taken up professional base raiding with her cohorts in crime, Greg and Yuri. Nice, nicely done. Uh, and I'm Finn, and I am playing said Yuri, who is, uh, I would say, <laughs> to reference Greg's backstory, Yuri is a complex cloud of interconnected backstories and emotions. So many, enough origins for four superheroes, uh, at least. Um, I gave the most thorough backstory rundown last episode when I was thinking it was the last episode. Indeed. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, go listen <laughs> if to If you that. don't know what Yuri's story is. At the moment, Yuri is a person in a, uh organic supersuit. Who has a space in a spacesuit? Who have a driving space a megazord made out of Datsuns? Driving a Datsun megazord. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, now, when we left off with our cliffhanger ending, uh, you had just stepped inside the rent in the spaceship's starship's hull, uh, and were looking into the blackness of. The inside of the ship. Uh, you are towards the nose of the spaceship, uh, and you are standing in your Datsun Zord. Uh, I assume with all the <laughs> high beams on. <laughs> yep. Five cars worth of high beams blaring into the <laughs> into the darkness. Um, this looks like. A armory of sorts. It's got a lot of spiraling architecture and w very 
angular spirals, though. They're almost fighting to be zigzags. Um, and amongst all of this, you see just heaps of destruction, components and things ripped around. Some things look like metal and bone. Other parts look like meat uh, and circuitry. Uh, it's very kind of all over the place technologically. Uh, and then you see uh, a large door uh, with a smaller inset door, and they both seem to be made out of gemstones or quartz or something. They have, they're very crystalline. And I should not be playing with these pliers. <laughs> uh, they're doors, you said? Yeah, they're definitely doors. You can they have the architectural cues of doors. Are they okay. megazord sized or people sized? Um they are cut the, the larger door that this small door is inset into is probably large enough for a car to go through, and then the smaller door is person sized. Right. Alright. So not five cars mashed together in a gestalt. <laughs> no, sadly not. So we might have to disengage our beautiful uh, Datsun Zord. Well, that's mm -hmm. if you even want to try and drive the cars down the corridor. You don't know what that's the corridor is going to be like on the other side. I, I guess we should uh, probably just check it out. Yuri, does this, uh, does this machine of yours have an autopilot mode? Uh, nope. Oh. Mm. oh well, I was no, going to, to have just park doesn't. it here to block the uh, other teams. I mean, we can park it here to do that. Can we? Can we just sit down and block the hallway? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could try that. So you try uh, to they, they come in here. There's just a Datsun Megazord sitting there. I yeah, just, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I sit the, I sit the dancers on down into like a cross-legged meditative pose with his like hands on his knees, looking kind of surly. Good. As you disembark, uh, and you are staring at big kind of crystal doors. It's very Fortress of Solitude, which your characters wouldn't have much context for, but you, the players, do. Hmm. Um, how do we open said door? You have keys, uh, remember? Is that apparent? Yeah. All right. We have the. We have our. You don't even like need to put it to the control panel. You just need to touch it to the door. Let's do it. All right. So who who is doing this? Uh, I will should we, do it. Should we, should we do it together? <laughs> As a With our team. powers combined? <laughs> yes, put three door, door uh, keys on it. Well, it would open, close it, and open it, so it'll be okay. So it'll be yeah. okay, yeah, I'll leave it out. Uh, so yes, as I as previously explained, the keys look like smartphones with only one app on them. They're bulbous towards one end, and that end seems to have some kind of nanotech in it or something. That spreads out a circuitry pattern through the door as you touch it to it. Uh, and then the app, uh, the screen on the uh, phone tablet thing turns on. 
and there are three options: uh, lock and uh, well, lock slash unlock, uh, open and close. Is it locked currently? It doesn't give you that information. Right. Well then, open. Right, you hit open, and the door opens, and you feel a rush of wind go past you, uh, out into the void. Good thing we have suits. Hope no one's home. Yeah, (laughs) hope nobody's home. Uh, You have just uh, depressurized the hallway. Good for you. Is it an airlock? It's a hallway, so it's not like an airlock. Yeah, indeed. It's a hallway. Can this we... is an internal part of the ship. It's not meant to right, be yeah, accessible from came, outside. Came through a big hole in the side, right? Yeah, you're um, in an armory. So, Perhaps we should close the door behind us to prevent any further depressurization. Yeah. Good call there. Solid. Maybe the other teams will forget that they have these lucky things. I'm, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> I didn't think I gave them to every team. I thought I only gave them to you. I don't remember. I mean, we don't know. Oh, you, yeah. know, you never said. We just got a package. I kind Good. of assumed that everybody got them too, but... Yeah. Hey, you know what? They they might have got, they maybe they didn't got, get them. They might have gotten different things. Because you all got, like, basically... Uh, everyone that completed their objective during the... Hollow Earth oh, got, got, a, got a boon. So your boon was oh okay the keys and I gave you information as well, but I can't remember what, what the information they gave you was. In conclusion, yeah, let's close these doors. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Do you want to lock them? Yes. Oh yes. You press the lock button and you see the crystal uh, kind of change color, and it becomes uh dark and smoky, almost like obsidian. Um, whereas before, it was kind of somewhere between a, a white quartz and diamond. Like, you couldn't really see through it, but you if there was light on the other side, it would have passed through. Now, uh, that would not be the case. Right. Mm-hmm. Fascinating technology. Uh, and you're standing in a hallway. Um, it's not as angular... Oh, God. Ryan's hallway fetish. Ryan loves hallways. Uh, I'd forgotten about Ryan's hallway fetish. (laughs) Uh, Thank goodness. Thank goodness we have Alex here to remind everybody. (laughs) To remind everyone of the bit. From a different podcast. But I suppose the character of Ryan has to be consistent. Yes, it's true. Well, it started before Ragnarok, in all fairness. Very, very long time before Ragnarok. There you go. Uh, this hallway stretches on before you, going deep into the spaceship. Uh, the walls kind of twist around one another, and they are... can't remember the name for a nine-sided shape, but basically it's a nine-sided Hep- hallway. Heptagon? Heptagon? I think so. Yeah. Something, one of the two. It's not a decagon. It's a nonagon. 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 Maybe. Actually, I think Decagon Seven. Isn't that a king gizzard and the lizard wizard? So. Nonagon. 
It is, in fact, an onagon hallway. <laughs> uh, that twists. Similar to the marker from... Uh, Dead Space. Dead Space. Uh, but yes, the hallway just slowly twists. Uh, it is overall straight, but the walls spiral. Uh, hmm. There's no light in the hallway. Um, but, uh... Finn, you can make me an alert awareness. <laughs> you had it right the first time. Damn! Alertness. It's alertness. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Wait, actually, I did it with my demon suit, yes? Yes, because it is relevant to your super senses that you have. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, not re well, that. Okay. Are you invoking an aspect? I am not re-rolling that. Oh, okay, cool. In that case, with a zero, what you get is um, there is some strange colorings on the wall. Kind of looks like um, a yellowish-green uh, characters, maybe. They're very... Um... Yeah, you're not quite sure how to read these, or if they even are characters. They almost look like graffiti symbols to an extent. They mm -hmm. look... Slapdash and rushed. Hmm. Greg, can you see these? Can I see them? Greg, this is a gunmetal hallway with nothing on it. Oh, those those are very interesting rivets. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, right. Yeah, okay, fair enough, Greg. <laughs> Finn and I just watched a movie is recently about something very interesting there? rivets. <laughs> we did. Did you really? We watched <laughs> When the, when wind, the wind, wind Rises. Oh. They talk a lot about rivets. They do. <laughs> uh, uh, not not the rivets, Greg. Sorry. Uh, there's a there's a thing that I um, can I tell what spectrum it's in. Um, it is beyond ultraviolet. Yeah. Sort of microwave level. Shit. Uh, no, microwave's the other direction. Other direction. That would be X-ray or gamma ray. X-ray. But not X-ray. Um, it Just like could... a bit beyond ultraviolet? Hang on. So there's near ultraviolet, mm -hmm. uh, extreme ultraviolet, uh, and then ionizing radiation has like soft X-rays, hard X-rays, gamma rays. So it's probably somewhere between so somewhere extreme... Between there. Somewhere between extreme and soft X-rays. Mm -hmm. Which would mean that it's apparently ionizing radiation, so woo! Right, so we're getting a sunburn at the least. Yes. <laughs> Great. It's emitting. Space, okay. sir. Uh, well, it's not emitting, it would be bouncing. It's reflecting. Yeah, it reflecting it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I it know, could be emissive paint, but then it would be easier for Greg to see. Yeah. So it's a paint that reflects extra interesting. Yeah, so it's painted with an... X-ray ultraviolet pigment. Uh, yeah, never mind, Greg. Can I, um, we know what race that this ship is from, right? The uh, whatever. No, you don't. Do we? I thought this was like an attack fleet. 
There was an attack fleet, but like it's not one that is recorded as one of the major races that attacked oh, humanity. Okay. Never mind. And it is in the sh it's in the uh, it's on the far side of the moon. So like no one's ever seen it from Earth. Like it could have been approaching in the moon's shadow um, to try and avoid being detected. I am an alien. Could I make a roll to see if I know what species this is? You previously established that humanity was the first alien race you came into contact with. Right. Never mind. <laughs> so maybe Avalon and the Ideal took these people out without even telling anybody about it, or this happened before humanity had the technology to detect it. Could be. Or both. Or both. Yeah, it could be both. Does anyone actually know how old Avalon is? I don't even know what Avalon is. I think Avalon is Superman-esque. Oh. But with then more no. authoritarianism. <sighs> so, like he's, he's He's more, I'm, I must guide humans because they don't fucking know what they're doing E than Superman is. So, Red Sun Superman. Yeah, Red Sun Superman. That's probably a good description. Okay. Uh, no. Must crush capitalism. Um, uh, yeah, never mind, Greg. There's some graffiti on the wall. I don't know. You probably couldn't read it anyway. Oh, well, thank you for the vote of confidence. Could you... Well, you know. Do we have any way you could write it down? <laughs> you you look at no, it. I look at it and I'm like, it's just like indiscernible scribbles. <laughs> and I'm like, uh... No. It kind of looks... printer built into this thing either. It kind of looks like if somebody tried to make a um, folding fan out of figure eight shapes, and that was somehow a symbol for something. Mm -hmm. <sighs> we came to the moon in a UFO and brought five cars that could magically assemble into a super robot, but we forgot to bring a paper and pencil. <laughs> Yeah. You're assuming that, like, uh, Yuri could even copy these symbols with enough definition for you to discern their language. Like, you don't know enough of having recently watched Arrival. For all you know, this could be... <laughs> these, this could have, like, tiny, tiny, tiny characters on, like, the insides of the figure eights, and that's the part that that's you true. use to write. And the figure eight shapes are just like lines on paper equivalent. That's true. We'll yeah, and I mean, know. like, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine if, like, I, as a human, attempted to copy down the symbols of like Hebrew, that it would be discernible. Yeah, Hebrew is one of the scratchy languages, right? Yes. Scratchy languages. Yeah, like Sanskrit. Sanskrit's a scratchy language. <laughs> But they're at least human languages that humans can write. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, no, nah, never mind. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll point it out if I can see a clear one. Hmm. Just Very remind well. me, so we, uh, in future, Greg, we'll get you to mod this suit so you can, uh, I can take pictures with my eyes and then print them on a little printer on my chest. <laughs> it'll be just Ooh, like, uh, it'll just be like those, uh, like a Polaroid. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll just get you, get you an X-ray Polaroid. Mm. But like those cool ones from the early 2000s that were long and you could like change the <laughs> cover on them with weird plastic inserts. I had one. <laughs> I had one too. And they took t- stupid <laughs> tiny pictures. Yeah. They were rectangular, but like really long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. Anyway. <laughs> we continue down this endless corridor. You continue down this endless hall uh, corridor, and you don't see any doors off it at any point. You're just uh, walking down. Greg is going to take the the key and just put it on the wall and hit open. All right, you do that, and then you see the spiral An wall. Not yeah, not I understand. Different. Okay, you see the spiraling wall in the section you're in, kind of straighten out. So that the nine sides are all um, uh, parallel. Well, not parallel, but like they're all running straight instead of this constant mm-hmm. curve. And then the part that you press the uh, super skeleton key to just kind of peels uh, open, uh, almost like um, almost like uh, skin burning. Oh, it kind of crinkles away from the part that you try to open, and there's a room. Fascinating. It seems like the interior of the ship is made some out of made out of some sort of smart meta material. Hmm, that's got to be worth something. Fascinating. <laughs> Can we just unlock any section of this wall and find a door? Is that what this is? I, I don't know. It seems like at least part of the walls are reconfigurable. It could be mm. that Greg just got lucky and pointed it at the right section. What's this room? Uh, it's a very large room. Uh, and, uh, inside, everything's kind of pristine. There's a sheen of ice over everything. Uh, like a grey-looking ice. Uh, there are what you assume to be tables. They kind of they don't have flat tops they have bowls um, and they have five legs um, there doesn't appear to be any chairs anywhere but you see kind of they kind of look like large uh, cushions that are rock shaped almost like um Almost like the outside of a geode, uh, kind of a rock. So it's come some kind of quartzy sphere, kind of a shape. But they're pillows. Uh, but they, they look like they're probably seeding pillows. Um, you see, uh, you see uh, nine-sided metal frames hanging on the walls that have kind of. They have a lot of purple uh, and light, purple and light blue coloring to them, um, but they don't seem to make up anything. And then, like, they kind of fade to purple in sections, and then there's just empty space. Uh, whereas to Yuri, he sees portraits and landscapes uh, uh, on these paintings. So it seems that this race's visual spectrum lines up more in the near ultraviolet. 
yeah, so the important question is portraits of what? Portraits <laughs> of insectoid squid people. They're very okay. bulbous and amorphous, but you can see chitin and pincers. And they have them. concave butts. Uh, no, they don't have concave butts. Not any more than a human does. They're just like sitting on tiny beanbags. Yeah. You know. Cool. They have friends of Finn. <laughs> uh, so there's paintings and a table. Just one table? Uh, there's three. How how high from the floor are the tables? A uh, foot or two, and they're about... Um, what's another? A yard wide! No. Um, <laughs> uh, and then maybe an arm's length across. Uh, so they're they like are. coffee table size. Like little yeah. side table kind of thing. Okay. They're kind like of... dining table size. Yeah, no, not dining tables. This, um... Is yeah, it's like Beyblades Arena. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they're for. <laughs> Beyblades. Of course. They have like a... They have like a competitive gambling t- like spinning top game. <laughs> I, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> um, you I do, want one now. You do actually see um, some. You see a uh, um, to on the far wall, kind of a sloping kind of display case uh, that's frosted over. Like with ice frosted, you mean? Yes. I suppose it could have been frosted glass, but no, it's frosted over with ice. Uh, Greg's going to walk over and wipe some of the frost off. Mm-hmm. Um, inside, you see spheres of various shapes and sizes and things that kind of look like steel drums, but Wait, the size spheres? of hands. Yeah. Spheres of various shapes? Yeah, spheres of various sizes, <laughs> sorry. I mean, yeah, shapes too, because they're fourth dimensional, I guess. Uh, oh, no, okay. sorry. Good, good, good catch. Spheres <laughs> of various sizes. I meant to say. <laughs> um, and and little uh, little things that kind of look like steel drums, but the size of hands. Uh, I forgot to ask when we first came in too. So we depressurized the hallway. Did mm-hmm. this room depressurize when we opened the door? Um, you probably heard a slight hiss, but not as big a thing as when you opened so the So there main. wasn't much air in here to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Smaller room. Well, I mean, was it like, was it a room's worth of air shooting out, or was it just a little bit of air? <laughs> You'd have to do some complex right. math to work that out. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, You'd have to have a formula that tells you what the sound of air how that translates into its volume. Mm. Which I feel is a very difficult maths problem to solve. I got a plus six on my super scientist roll. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, you remember a formula from your youth for, calcul- for calculating the size of a cave based on an escaping uh, grazing clouds. Uh, yeah, we're all, about, we're all about air and clouds moving through places. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... Uh, it uh, it seems like an adequate, appropriate amount of win. Okay, that's it. <laughs> of late, you found a very useful for a new party game we've invented, where you have to guess how big the balloon was <laughs> with your eyes closed <laughs> as you squeak all the air out. All right, Greg. We don't Greg need it to. We don't need Greg it to the fifth be, decimal point. 
Greg would be fucking killer at that game. Greg's the only one who can play that game. Exactly. <laughs> it's just us blowing up balloons and then like squeaking them and then Greg being like, hmm, one liter of air. It's your version of the bishop knife trick. <laughs> and we're like, exactly. we can't even tell if you had your eyes closed, Greg. Greg, no cheating. <laughs> Greg, go into Would the like other room. Would you like me to turn around? Greg, you're nanobots. Any part of you could be an eye. (laughs) Uh, There's actually a name for organic nanobots, and I can't remember what they're called. Um, I I like (laughs) yeah. So like, we walk into this room, and it's it's pretty boring. And Yuri's like, "Hey, this is nice." Yeah, everyone else is seeing mostly just gunmetal, and you're like, oh, wow, such vibrant colors. <laughs> wow, look Very. at the detail work on this landscape. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should point out what the landscape looks like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks kind of like a coral reef if it grew hanging from, like... A canopy in a canyon. So you feel like you're standing at the far end of a canyon looking down into it. And there's kind of this moss stuff going up the walls, kind of similar to seaweed. And then hanging down from the top of the canyon where you'd normally see the sky is like a vibrant coral reef. Yep. Nice. And there's little, like, uh, fingers of light punching down through. Well, they may want to conquer us, but they were pretty good at painting. <laughs> Reminds me of someone, actually. Huh. Who does it remind you of, Yuri? Hitler. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought it was something about your past. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a nice introspective moment where Yuri remembers something from before, but nope. Hitler. Yeah, Yuri remembers he's in a Hitler clone. Yep. You Ish. also you said it so expectantly, too. Who did <laughs> it remind you of? And just bam, Hitler. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot. Uh... You're welcome. <laughs> Good delivery. So, Greg... What can, we, yes. what can we tell about this place? Uh, well, it seems that the species was uh, about uh, this tall. Uh, I, I don't know what they would have looked like. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg, Yuri seems to, uh, since he is staring so intently at that blue-purple smudge over there, I would assume that their inks and paints are geared more towards the ultraviolet and X-ray spectrum. Uh, which only Yuri could see. Do these uh, spheres and steel drums of some kind look like anything to you, Yuri? They just look like spheres and small steel drums to us. I'll come over and have a look. They have some color. To- oh, wait, the little the little display case. Sorry, I thought you were asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do. They have vibrant colors uh, to them. Um, they. Yeah, they all seem to be different colored things. There's a few. They don't. They all seem to be like of one color, like mm-hmm. as in each one is one solid color, not like multiple colors on one sphere. Yeah. Um, but you do notice that 
what is seemingly random to the other two, they're actually grouped by color. Yep. Um, and the little little barrels? The little... Oh, sorry. When I said steel drum, I meant the instrument. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I would have said. I would have said. I would have said metal barrel if I'd meant. Which you didn't know, but I realise now confusion. Mm -hmm. Yes, I meant steel drummers in the instrument. Right, right, right. Yeah, so like, like a bowl, a flat cylinder with a dip, yeah, concave top. Yeah. Um. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Don't know what they are though. Colorful. I should really get telepathy. This would help. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't think it would help. I don't think I can telepathically communicate with Greg. I should get Wi-Fi. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> it's quite useful. Greg, we need to install AirDrop. On, in you? In me. Yeah, in my brain, obviously. Oh, that will take a little bit of augmentation. I might have to remove a part of your brain, but I think it could be done. Oh God! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it would just require um, a small lobotomy. Do, do these things look like vessels, or like can I pick them up, shake them? Oh, is this an alien vending machine? <laughs> That's kind of what I'm. <laughs> You're gonna try and open it? Did you say? Oh, right. It's, it's, like, it's like a glass cabinet? Yeah, it's a display case. Oh, I'll just smash it. Can I? Well, does well, it have any way to open? Let's All right. Have a try. You, you punch it. Do you have any strength tags? I got the super suit. Does the super suit have strength tags? Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure it's got superhuman physical force. Yes, it does. Yeah, cool. So you, you break it, and it's quite hard to break, but you do. Um, it hurts your hands, but you do it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the room. Oh, no, yeah, you smash it. Do you want to Does pick it up? Does an appropriate amount of air come out of the cabinet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it you does. know what? It's hard to hear over the smashing of the glass. <laughs> Joy, what are you doing in there? Uh, we, yeah, I pick up and shake these vessels, things, containers, whatever they are. Fun, fun shape cubes, puzzle game, I don't know. Assorted knickknacks, heirlooms. Mm. As you They're pick them though. up, collection um, of light bulbs. You get the sense that the spheres are hollow. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they, like, kind of clang against one another, you hear them kind of ring out. In a metal way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as your, Do you scoop up, like, a whole bunch? I, I don't know. I can pick up, like, a sphere in one hand and a drum in the other. All right. Uh, on their own, nothing's sort of happening. Mm-hmm. Pick up you're holding some different ones? You're holding... Yeah, they Does the sphere fit into the drum? Yes, they will. As, boop -a -doop. As you put them in, you hear kind of, uh, 
You guys hear kind of a weird ringing out. It's almost in all uh, inaudible, but it's very um. But it's there. Kind of rumbles a bit. The different spheres placed inside the thing make different noises. Okay. Some kind of instrument, maybe? Could be. This is fascinating. We found ourselves the art room. <laughs> uh, I'm go Greg is going to go over to the wall opposite where we came in. Mm -hmm. uh, and Did the door close behind us, or is it still open? Uh, it's still open. Should we try to close that door? Um, will we remember where it was if we close it? You should be able to. Alright, okay. I'll go over and uh, close it with my nanotech app thing. Yeah, it works. Uh, you just close it, you don't lock it. Um, you know what, I will lock it. Alright. You press lock, uh, and then you see the app kind of flash up, and then the wall kind of contorts a bit, like it's flexing, and then goes back to normal. Uh, and then you kind of get like a, a little alert pops up, says, um, lock fail, lock fail. Well, we the doors... These, yeah, the doors don't lock. Apparently... It looks painful. Yeah. Uh, Greg is going to go over to like the opposite wall or a wall that has space on it mm -hmm. where there's nothing there and put his key to the wall and hit open. Mm -hmm. um, nothing happens. Uh, when you press it against it, uh, you see the circuit spread out. It doesn't seem to spread as far. And then when you press open, nothing happens. I try. I, I'm just going to go along the wall and try different spots. Yeah. After uh, your on your third attempt, uh, the wall kind of opens. It kind of peels in a spiral this time, uh, and you see, and you're looking at a circular shaped door. Uh, and uh, on the other side, you see uh, a. You think you're, this is like an interior wall, and this might be uh, an engineering space. Um, you see, like, pipes and things and tubes and s stuff. I think we found the guts of the ship. Yeah, good thing they keep it next to the gallery. <laughs> well, I mean, like, every part of a spaceship would have an engineering space behind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, everything is there, everything else. Also, currently, I'm not exactly Shh. sure how space like that could... relates to itself inside this structure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, that could just... They could just be, like, water pipes and shit and power conduits. Like, it's not necessarily vital system. Yeah. Is there room for us to go in there, or is it, like, just pipes? There's room for Greg to go in there. Uh, it is a tight fit, but you could squeeze. You could all squeeze in there if you had to. Well, Greg, do we want to explore this way? Well, what I was going to say was, do you think you could trace any of this uh, pipe work back to, I guess the the central engine room, or if there if there is one. Um, 
we are supposed to be uh, liberating, I guess, this base. Not liberating, but, you know. You haven't really come across any kind of defenses yet, which is weird. Yeah. I feel like uh, Greg says, I believe that the bridge of the ship would be a more plausible goal. Um, at least to start, it might be able to tell us uh, what other systems the ship has. Well, you can see a power conduit, so you could trace that to a central power generator if you wanted to. That's what I was going to say. Is there so that's that's identifiable? There's a power conduit. Yeah. Um, well, power the power cables would go to at the very least they'd go to like generators or substations or something. You don't really know what how this ship generates power. Um, there's nothing in this engineering space that you could trace back to a command post. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I guess we'll try to, or Greg, yeah. Uh, Greg says, well, we, I would have to follow it by foot. I can't, uh, trace it this way by looking at it. All right, well, it's better than casting around in the dark, breaking vending machines. <laughs> uh, what do you do with the little tools, well, spheres and things that you have in your hands, Yuri? Put them back in the box. All right. And you guys are going to go crawling through the engineering space. <laughs> yeah, fun. Woo. Yeah. Sounds heaps fun. There's a perfectly uh, good corridor back there. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, you're crawling through this space. It's um, the kind of walkway that you're crawling along looks like a ladder. So um, the ladder's probably there for if you don't know whether this thing has artificial gravity or whatever. Um. So, if it doesn't have artificial gravity, maybe the ladder's here so that you can maneuver through here easily when you're right. in space. Is the ladder... Are we heading in, like, the same direction as the corridor was heading? Or uh, like, no, you are going off of it, it. Uh, almost like a Y shape. Okay. Um, you're peeling off from it. Uh, and then you come to... Uh, after maybe... a 10 minutes of crawling along you come to a more open room uh, you can one person can stand in it uh, and there's a few um, they look like they look like they should be displays Greg and you can see like shapes embossed on them but you can't read them because it's not really the important information is not in your spectrum uh, Yuri, do these have anything on them? Uh, you see more of those kind of figure eight shapes overlapping one another, except smaller. And not like graffitied or? And not like graffitied. It looks like, like this, like their on. language does ha involve those figures of eight somehow. Yep. Mm, it's got more symbols, but, uh, couldn't tell you what any of them do. Hmm. Uh, 
how many of these are there? The the terminals. Um, there's three with various numbers of displays. Um, and like one has the power cable coming up behind it. Another one has what you assume is a liquid uh, waste pipe, uh, and then a third thing that you weren't quite able to work out what it was for. And does it end here, or does this corridor keep going? Uh, no, they kind of truncate out at the top of the room, uh, and then go down uh, different corridors and things. Uh, oh, this so like seems... one pipe goes each way? Yeah, this seems to be a... Uh, and there's a few other corridors around at, uh, like, uh, foot level. Let's see. So it seems to be a place where a bunch of these conduits meet, and then they get separated up to go back to their various like main spots. Okay. Uh, well, this is the power cable we were following. This one seems to be for waste disposal, and I don't know what this one is. Could I try to figure out what the third one is? You'd have to cut it open. Oh. And you don't no, know what's bad. in it, so don't you don't know what that would do. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like um, a great that's... idea. <laughs> Yuri, cut this open now. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yuri draws his samurai sword. <laughs> and because it's a mole katana, it bends. Uh, yeah, no. We're not going to cut that open. Okay. Um, well, then I guess we should keep following the, like, the power cord, at least. Well, you do have super-powered skeleton keys. Hmm. They work um, on cars and spaceships alike. But they just open things. <laughs> if All it right. can be safely opened, it'll try and open it safely. Like, they're valves, they, like they're pipes. They have to have inspection chambers and things, right? Oh, they do have... Oh, I didn't realize they had valves. Well, they, they must. Like, just from an engineering context, yeah. there has to be a way to get inside the pipes for maintenance or whatever. You just Not can't see it because you don't understand the engineering of the alien shit. Right, we don't know what an alien valve looks like. Remember, yeah. in War of the Worlds, the, the Martians don't even have concepts of wheels. Like, their technology doesn't have any wheels in it. They don't have gears or, or cocks. They don't have steering wheels. They don't have tires. Nothing. They never invented a wheel and never had a reason to make any kind of round engineering component. I think it's dumb if you couldn't tell from my tone, but the point is, aliens are weird. <laughs> um, can uh, Greg's going to take the the magic key and mm -hmm. put it on one of the monitors? Okay. Does it does it spread out in circuitry? Yes, it does. Uh, and it's just it's just the open button. That's all I get. You've got open, close, and lock and unlock. Uh, I don't want to lock it. Uh. Should we give it a shot? Mm, why not? Yeah. All right. So first, why don't why don't we try it on the waste one first? Because that may be gross, but it's least likely to kill us. I would I would think. Go for it. Just to see if it opens, because <clears throat> we don't know what the other one is. If we get drowned in So you're putting it to the con Okay. Uh, so I'm going to put it to the control panel of the waste tube mm -hmm. and hit open. As you hit open, you see what kind of looks like screws, except they're triangle shaped. 
um, pop up off of the uh, screen that you've pressed it against, and then it kind of slightly hinges open. Well, I found how to jailbreak anything. Uh, I'm going to look inside. Why not? Yeah, it it uh, there's a lot of um, they kind of look like wafers of stone with like goopy gel webs between them. Yep, an alien computer is what you've yeah. done. You've unlocked the case of the computer. Can I try to figure out how it works? Make me a super science roll and then describe to me the thing you're doing to try and accomplish that. Like what what poking uh, it a lot. What science button do you press? Uh alright, so that's plus six. Mm-hmm. Um Is there before is there atmosphere in here? Trace amounts, at least. So if I like, if if Greg was to take off his glove, he would like explosively decompress. Um, you don't know. You haven't done any tests to see what the pressure of this atmosphere is, or what the composition is. Uh so you don't know. But you just you you as a being of gas, you have a sense of there being other gases around you. Well, I'm not so worried much about the composition, but. Like, can I, can Greg it's extrude? Not, it's one? not vacuum, is the Okay. Point. Uh, so Greg is going to, once he hits open and the thing pops open, uh, he's going to take off the glove of his spacesuits mm-hmm. and extrude. Like in a battery. Okay. Um. So, second question. Can I change the display of the monitor to be something that Amriel and I can see? Uh, no, because you don't know... (laughs) You don't know anything about how chemical computers work. And you don't know anything about how this computer works. You don't know the base principles of it. All you know... All you can tell is that if this... This is clearly a computer from the context, or something like a computer, and the internals use chemical reaction to do something. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Go back. Greg goes back into his suit and puts the glove back on and closes up the the, the computer case. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a computer. <sighs> I would need a much. I would need much longer to study it and figure out how it works. Yuri, you see one of the panels light up. Uh, on the wall. It's not one of the panels that is attached to these three conduits. It's another panel. Uh, yeah. Just like on the wall. Just like light or? Uh, yeah, like a, like a phone getting a notification. Right. That one's doing something. And I point to it. Greg, oh. it doesn't seem to be emitting light to you. Like it doesn't light up in that same way, but you can tell that, like, the texture of the display surface is changing, like, um, almost like, uh, you know those needle bed things that you can, like, press your hand Mm -hmm. or your face into? Mm -hmm. It's like that, except with infinitely higher definition. Right. Is it making a shape or something? Uh, probably. The shape is not recognizable to you. 
uh, to anyone, really. You don't know what this shape means. In the context of this thing, um, it kind of looks like a blob with an empty part in the middle. Uh, And Yuri, there's some light to it. Mm-hmm. You kind of see overlapping figure of eights, but it's not as clear as other things. It seems to be slowly shifting between lots of shapes. Um, almost like um, a waveform expressed in a circle. Um, or, or something, or like a weird circular bar pie graph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not quite sure what any of this means, but it's it's doing something. It's doing something, Greg. Uh, oh, well, okay then. N- uh, yeah, uh, I think that decoding this alien language is not necessary for us to secure this base, maybe. I mean, it might be helpful, probably. It'd be good if we knew where the bathroom was. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you to go before we left Earth. Yeah, well... <laughs> that was weeks ago! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't tell you we also needed bathrooms, Greg. You have to be specific. We don't all ionize. I made you a bucket. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh. Alright, so I say we follow the power cable and keep going that yes. way. I think, yeah, I guess think we I... could find if we could find a more dense receptacle of information or, or you know something to punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> uh, so you guys start cr- crawling down the power cable uh tunnel. Uh, and a few minutes into it, you hear a ripping sound or a shearing sound, uh, like a, a metal zipper being undone. Uh, and then you hear kind of um, ball bearings being poured down a rain stick kind of sound. In what I suddenly feel like I'm inside a rain stick front of uh, us, behind us. It kind of fills the air all around you. Okay. Uh, Yuri, up ahead of you, you see light. Uh, and I would like you guys to tell me in what order you are arranged in this tube that you're crawling down. <laughs> I think Yuri might be first. For the yeah, ability kind of to see things. Yeah. Since, since he's the one who can perceive in the spectrum that these things apparently see in, we should probably send him first. Yeah. Yeah, just in uh, case you see guess... any, like, glaring magenta signs. Greg should probably go second because he's the crunchiest. Yeah. And Amriel can bring up the rear just in case something comes up from behind. The way that only she can. Yep. Greg's just like a big old bag of aerated sherbet. (laughs) Aerated sherbet? That's an interesting way to describe it. (laughs) Mm, Crunchy. He's like popping candy in a bag. He's like fart sherbet. Uh, <laughs> That's what he is. He's a whoopee cushion. So Yuri, you see this light hey. coming from, from ahead. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, and hey. then a few seconds later, 
everyone can see uh, a light spreading to from the distance, the darkness ahead and behind. Um, it is uh, purplish to those of you that can't see into ultraviolet, and those of you that can, it's kind of a purpley yellow kind of a color. Because the suit is trying to turn ultraviolet paint it's and a, lighting color into, into colors you can perceive. Uh, there's some light, guys. Uh, I pull out the, the Badoopy-doops uh, and poke it against the, the wall next to us. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Badoopy-doop. Uh, the wall next to you or, like, the ground? Uh, is there a difference at the moment? I couldn't quite remember. Well, you're kind of, um, imagine that you're in an air duct above a room, mm-hmm. and there's a, a ladder thing that you're crawling along beneath you, like a, like a run, uh, or something. Yeah, but, so, like, but the ladder is going up compared to moon gravity. Uh, no, the is ladder it, is, is not it going, going up. Sideways? It's going sideways, as if you, yeah, so as like if it was hanging, as if it was, yeah, the ladder is the floor. Uh, the roof of yep. you is where the power conduits are, and then you've got your two walls. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to go to the wall. So right. Yeah. Uh, left or right? Left. All right. Uh, the wall uh, zips open. Uh, it's like a slash that curls away, and you just roll through... Uh, and you feel yourself falling, and then you go splash into a vat of something. I'm so glad I made this choice. <laughs> <laughs> What's down there? Is it painful? Wet. Uh, Emriel, you feel something rolling up your leg like ants or sand. Or oh, ant sand. Greg, Greg, go. Go. Uh, you push it, Greg. Greg, Greg. Greg, you are falling. This is new! And then splash. (laughs) And Emrio, you scramble through, and at the last second, you see, uh, like, a wave of little spheres with wispy, um, wiry string coming off of them. Uh, They do not look like the spheres from the room. Uh, that you were in before, just to clear that up. I don't want that mm-hmm. to <laughs> confuse you later. They're not weaponized maracas. Yes, indeed. <laughs> they are completely unrelated spheres. Uh, they just as, like spheres in their making of things. Yes. Uh, much like humans like buildings and walls and clouds like cloud things. Uh, you um, splash into the water, Emriel. Well, the water. Into the fluid. Uh, looking around, can we touch the bottom of the fluid? Uh, nope. As you look down, you mm-hmm. are in. You were. It's a metallic kind of uh, hypercolory pool of stuff. Um, it's uh, very deep, and you see chunks of something. Irregular chunks of things floating around in it. Uh, I looked at this and I'm like, I just, I'm just going to say that like, 
this is my least favorite base so far. You know, like <laughs> no camping. I, I, I don't know. No so cool mummies to talk to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Local uh, the, the second base weird. we went to, uh, I accidentally blew up a plasma cannon. That was not fun. Yeah, I don't know. I still kind of liked it better than this. I'm not really into, like, infinite pools of slime, you know? Hmm. Well, Just... to each their own, I suppose. Yeah, okay. Um... And we just like it's just like us treading water. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm assuming our helmets have like flashlights on them. Sure, why not? Most space. Um, can we see the hole that we fell out of? Uh, no, you see it zip up behind you. Okay. Um, and this <sighs> space you're in, this pool thing you're in, it kind of. This area kind of looks almost like a beach or a lake or like a, like a wave pool. You know how sometimes they do up a wave pool to look like you're at the beach? Yeah, when, so there's a the shore? Pool. Yeah, you see a shore. Okay, this I'm more into. This I can yeah. drive. Yeah. Amriel starts swimming toward the shore. Yeah. Greg follows. We all head that way. There's Is it... What, you guys assume to be beach equipment everywhere um and there's in uh, uh, a few meters away there's something that kind of looks like a, a a bar you guess there's like vases full of fluid on a wall bowling over there i take back what i said this is <laughs> like the this is like the hollow earth all over again now, I will remind you that I described a similar fluid as pouring out of the robot you fought's arms and then, like, solidifying into stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the same kind of fluid? It's the same kind of fluid. This is a little more liquidy and less, like, syrup or oil. Good. Greg, why don't you see what that is? Mr. Science Cloud, always sending the fart. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to one of those vials of liquid. It. <laughs> uh, so the, Greg's the gonna start by. Mm -hmm. Greg's going to start with the super scientific process of picking up one of the vials and giving it a little shake. Sorry, I meant to say the vat of shit you just crawled out of is like. Oh, is not that the, the not the. The, the Not the alcohol. punch bowl. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. I understand um, the confusion. There's a few of those this run. But, you know, that happens when you're trying to describe alien shit as alien. Does it run off of us or does it stick to our suits? Uh, it runs off of you, but it's, yeah, it's tried to soak into your suits. Thankfully, spacesuits are somewhat waterproof. Yeah. Um... And is it is it moving? Like, is there any wave action, or is it just still? Um, it's rippling from you guys, like having swum in it. Right, but there's no like active. But, yeah, there's wave. no active wave thing. It is, in fact, not a wave pool. That was just. Yeah, an example. To make it easier to describe the kind of space you're in. I mean, I guess if you guys had seen what is that terrible? If I guess if you guys had seen Ascension, I could have described it that way. I have. 
Yeah, you know that terrible show Ascension? Uh, <laughs> it's like their beach pool that right. they have. Where the girl dies at the beginning. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. It just I had was, a lot of unrealized potential. I was very disappointed when, <laughs> when it was like, ooh, twist, they're not actually on a seed ship. And I'm like, well, now I don't give a shit. I'm not going to finish this. <sighs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I don't need Greg, false Greg seed says, ships in my life. Uh, <laughs> Greg says, I have a theory about why this wreckage was never disclosed. What's that? Well, it could be wrong, but there... Did we see, uh, out of character, did we see any, when we were coming up to the ship, did we see any, like, weapons or anything on the outside? You saw things that could be interpreted as weapons. We've yet to encounter anything hostile, and... The only areas we've... Granted, we've scouted a very small percentage of the ship, but what sort of military vessel have you seen that has a beach in it? Uh, a cruise a ship? Vessel. But cruise a ships aren't military. A fleet of cruise ships! <laughs> what if this was a possible colonization effort or resettlement what if the reason the ideal never mentioned this is because they slaughtered innocent aliens that were on their way to earth to kill us all and take our planet well on a galactic time scale perhaps there were no humans when they left right and that justifies it how old was this when did this I don't know Could I uh that? Can I... Uh, is there enough atmosphere in here for me to take my glove off? Yeah. Can I just, like, go to the wall and try to carbon date the ship? You can try and carbon date it if it's got carbon in it. That's true. Uh, or date it in some super science-y way. You yeah, you just have to use the, the decay yeah. rate of just about anything. You just have to use right. the decay rate accurate. Different elements. I want to yeah. yeah, find just out the decay for, rate. Look for a different uh, isotope. Yeah, uh, I got a plus four. Um, this metal is... This metal is... A million years old? The metal is a million years old. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Maybe the aliens just have a, a fairly forward-thinking benefit system for their military. Like, like it's having possible. A work As I said, I... We, we do not have enough information to draw a definitive conclusion, but it was just the thought that occurred to me. This is fair. Uh, Either way, we should continue to explore. Yeah. Um, Amriel is going to take one of, those, uh, one of those jugs from the bar, mm -hmm. uh, pour out the liquid that's in it, and take a sample of 
the junk that we were just swimming in. Okay. Um, as you pour the liquid out, it smells like diesel. Um, with a minty tinge. Uh, and then you scoop up some of the swim water. Uh, and then, Yuri, you see a panel on the wall light up, similar to the panel you saw light up in the interchange. That one's doing something again. Now, I'm not sure, but last time this happened, we did get attacked by a cloud of tiny balls mm. shortly <laughs> afterwards. Amrio. <laughs> Pour the pour the liquid back. By tiny balls. <laughs> Quick, Emil, put the cocktail back in the jug. <laughs> no, well, when did it start? As soon as Amriel scooped the liquid out of the lake, so to speak. I would say no. It's just you sort of, took a minute to yeah. really notice the oh, thing. Okay. There's a lot of light in this place from Yuri's oh, yeah. perspective. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be nothing again. Or it could be room service. I don't know. I don't know. The waiter. Uh, mm. I'm I'm gonna uh, take the jug and like walk a couple of feet or start walking away from the pool and see if the stuff inside reacts. Like, does it move on its own? Does it slosh around? Does it like? It sloshes around with the movement of your body, but like nothing. Okay. Unusual. Well, uh, huh. we could take it with us. The worst that can happen is that it will animate later and try to kill us all. Hmm. Well, hell, you've convinced me. <laughs> As I said, that was the worst. For a crushed spaceship, you haven't seen a lot of dead people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think maybe they all melted into a big puddle. Anyone else? Do you think they could be be in some kind of hibernation or... Maybe they all went into like chrysalis form and then... Chunks in the pool of stuff? There were chunks of people in there. Yeah. Chunks Chunks of stuff. I don't know why I said people. (laughs) (laughs) Did any of it, like, wash up on the shore with us? Uh, no. The chunks? No. Uh, is any of it reachable? Um, you can go for a swim and grab a pit. Alright, Greg's gonna go grab a chunk of something-something. It is... settles down on one of the alien beanbag deck chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it... It's very firm beanbag. Mm-hmm, I thought so. Good lumbar uh, support, though. But, uh... Greg, you uh, you have what is kind of reminiscent of a bag of sausages or maybe a sea sponge. Oh. I don't understand how those two are similar. <laughs> they are not. That's my style of writing. <laughs> Deal with it. Here's two diametrically opposed things. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it is somehow exactly like both of those things. Uh, so it's like uh, soft and you know, you know, you know how the human system of trying to categorize things is not perfect because nature doesn't like categorizing things. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. You've tried to do that. It has qualities of both things. <laughs> Yuri, does this look any different to you? Uh, it looks kind of like a bag of sausages or maybe a sea sponge. 
<laughs> I mean, are there any markings or colorations to it that aren't in the normal visible spectrum? No. Oh, it says well, it produced the, the quick sale. <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. <laughs> Anything on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's normal. It looks, you know, it's fine. Like a lump of stuff. Stuff, yeah. Something you might wash uh, your car with or feed to your dog. One or the other. No, see that one. I can that I can see. Uh, yeah, no, it looks like a lump of gunk. Well, uh, I'm I guess going we could to... bring it too, and the worst it could do was maybe animate and try and lay its seeds in our bodies and hatch out of us. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. You guys make yeah. such it'll, compelling it'll... cases for these things. I mean, maybe maybe their, their life cycle involved paralyzing hosts and laying their babies in them where they could then awaken and eat the non-vital organs before consuming the rest. Oh, yeah. Is this... Emil, as these two are talking about the weird... Blob they're holding. You feel something moving under your feet. I'm gonna look down. See the sand pulling away, the pink sand pulling away from your feet, uh, and you're standing on silvery marbles uh, that start to climb up your legs. Tiny balls! Tiny balls! <laughs> All of us are just Amram. Amriel sees it first. Okay. Uh, and then you guys start to notice the sand moving underneath you when Amriel shouts, Tiny balls! Tiny and balls! Amriel shouts, Yuri like flails and falls off his beanbag deck chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your arm sinks into the sand and then you feel things gripping at your suit. Uh, almost like um, a... Uh, kind of like somebody has wrapped... Uh, a string of beads around your arm and it is constricting. Mm-hmm. I wrench my arm out. Uh, yeah, you wrench your arm out of the sand and you see a bunch of metallic uh, spheres go flying. They seem to have little like ha- uh, metallic uh, wire <laughs> hair, hair things like strings of hair on them that's yep. like hooked into your suit and they like go flying around like uh, like ticks that were just about to bury themselves I flail my arm wildly not into mm-hmm. this uh, is there a door that we can leave through? have there been there's a, you've seen two doors this <laughs> there entire is no door. time just boop boop the wall um, is there yeah I'm going Greg runs to a wall slaps the key against it it hits open you hit open and you see an airlock of sorts, uh, and then there is a big gem diamondy quartz door that uh, has a almost obsidian volcanic glass kind of texture to it. Um, airlock? I don't know. Okay, so come on, come on, go, 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 go. So once, once they run through. Greg closes the other door behind us before he tries to open the obsidian. Do you one. hit lock when you close the door? No. It was just a wall, right? Yeah. 
so no, because the walls don't lock. All right. Or no. Hey, no. You, you get to do you, man. Uh, you guys hear a uh, like wave of hailstones smash against the wall you just closed as one of you presses their phone up against this door uh, and you press open. Unlock. You see the uh, obsidian color recede and it becomes kind of clear through and you see a lot of light shining through from the other side. We do or Yuri does? You all do. Mm-hmm. Should we go through? Not that we have much do choice. Do we want to die by balls? Yeah, you start to see the wall that you just came through kind of buckling and bending. I personally like it's don't being want to be pelted with uh, with golf balls. Greg, it's open. Uh, the door uh, opens, uh, so it kind of splits into uh, eight pizza slices and shinks into the wall. Uh, and there's a. Do you rush in? Mm, yep. Yeah. Um, do you want to? Yeah, you're standing in a large uh, room. Uh, it seems to have some low walls dividing it, but you can see over all of them pretty easily. This kind of looks a bit like, um, it's kind of palatial, you know? It's really nice kind of room for the most part. You think you see bed things, there's stuff hanging from the roof, dead bodies everywhere. There uh, they are. Nice, we found uh, a penthouse. closes and locks the door behind us. Yep. The door shinks shut as you see a like the wall buckle and a bunch of golf balls slam into the into the wall, uh, and then you hit lock. Uh, now you can't see shit, and you just hear tick 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 on the other side of the door. What's up with these dead bodies? They look kind of like they're a bit more humanoid. But they're, uh, you know, still kind of not human. They're insectoid blob squid people that look like they were trying to shape themselves like humans. Uh, You see big, huge, burnt-out holes in their chests and heads. You see one of them has, like, uh, one of its uh, three arms sliced off. What's Um, left? And, and And they look... Like, I don't know, is it just like the, you know, exoskeleton remaining, or...? Um, no, there's, like, meat. Um, if I had to describe these creatures, imagine a, a jellyfish slash octopus mm-hmm. yep. developed <laughs> crab-like exoskeleton, and then that exoskeleton slowly beca- became less useful to that organism. So they have, like, patches of that armor similar to how humans have patches of hair because we don't need it anymore okay so it's all like vestigial crabs yeah okay um okay can i uh greg is there enough atmosphere in here for greg to take his glove off yeah this is a nice aerated room yeah all right so greg's gonna take his arm off and try to date one of the bodies Sure. Um, what element are you going to try and date it off? Um, 
do well once he gets a taste of them are they carbon based they are carbon based then probably that's all right uh, they are under 5000 years old cuz you cannot get an accurate dating uh can greg use a different element that he knows is more accurate that alex does not you would suspect that these things are probably a couple of decades, maybe a hundred years at most old. Okay. Um, can we search uh, the rest oh, of the room? Okay. Yeah, sure. Where's the light coming from? Uh, out of the walls. The chandelier. Like <laughs> panels in the walls, or are there holes in the walls that light is coming from? No, the walls just emit light. In out in the human visible spectrum? In several spectrums. Ah, okay. Uh, it's very warm in here too. Um, so they might be emitting light in infrared as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah we in terms of looking further room. around, uh, you guys can make me an investigation. Okay. I think I know that. That is a skill. I do. Normally, when I ask you guys for an investigation, you have the question of, is that a skill in this? I rolled four pluses, so that puts me at plus five. Nice. Is there anything in specific that uh, specific that you're looking for, Greg? Um, hmm. Um, I want to... Break free. Uh, yeah, um, what am I looking for? We're supposed to raid the base, but I'm actually more concerned with determining the cause of death of these aliens. Okay. Is anybody else rolling investigation? I did, I but I think I, I broke have it. I got zero. Cool. Um, Amriel, even if you got zero, what were you looking for? Um, I guess, like, I've seen, I've seen battlefields before, um, were these bodies, did this fight happen here, that all these people died, or were these bodies moved here? Hmm. You're kind of looking around, and you see, like, scorch marks on the wall, and it kind of looks like this, the, the... Yeah, it's it's weird, man. This is intense fighting. Whatever it was. With my plus five, can I look for something else related to my first thing? Um. Well, I'm going to give you a lot. Okay. Um, you were trying to con- determine their cause of death, right? Yeah. Predominantly, the cause of death was heat vision to the body. Okay. Uh, somebody shot laser beams through their chests, cut off their arms. Uh, these people seemed to have been unprepared to deal with this level of anarchy. Um, they don't have weapons. They don't look like soldiers. They're barely dressed, if these people even have clothes. Right. Because they were at the resort when war broke um, are there any other species here, or are they all these, or is it all the same species? They all seem the same species. Okay. Uh, uh, the 
Av- Avalon, did he have heat vision? I'm not super familiar with Avalon. My understanding is he's a Superman analog. Um, he may have had heat vision. Um, however, to make this make more sense, lots of heroes have heat vision or yeah. heat blasting hands or, or just straight up laser guns. Right. Um, so with, with a plus five, is this all the same weapon or is it like multiple instances of a similar weapon? They all have consistent blast patterns. That of um, a consistent laser beam being turned on and punching holes through their body. But you do see some that have had like a constant laser beam that is cut across the room. Um, but that is perfectly within the parameters of somebody with something like heat vision to have done. They right, tend okay. to be able to do blasts or sustained beam. Right. Well, no, I was I was just checking. Like, did some of them look it's like all laser? The same laser. You can tell it's that the same it's, laser. You can tell that it's the same laser, and they all like. It, there's not multiple directions of impact. Like it's it all seems to be like there was a person standing in this room cutting these people down. Can I figure out where that person was standing? Oh, yeah, you can try and figure that out uh, pretty easily, in fact, as you walk around the room and everybody's kind of looking at all the dead people. Uh, and you come to kind of a a larger beanbag that kind of looks like um, almost like a pile or mound or nest of rocks. Uh, and you suspect the person was standing here at this point. Uh, and also here is the uh, desiccated remains uh, of a larger, kind of plumper-looking one of these people. And it looks like what amounts for their neck was uh, crushed by hands, human-like hands. Hmm. One of Earth's superheroes murdered all these people. Hmm. With heat or laser vision or blasts of some kind. Huh. Uh, I guess we should keep moving. Is there any sign of... What were you going to say? I was going to say, is there any sign of entry for this person? Like, do they bust through a wall, or do they just... Uh, Or do they just get out of that beanbag? (laughs) Uh, There is... um, what looks like curtains hanging behind the beanbag. It might be there's a room behind those curtains. All right. All righty. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the curtains. Yeah, there's a large kind of shallow pool of liquid. It kind of looks like wine uh, through, through there. It's like a, a foot deep at most. Um, it's very low light in here. Um, and this room is covered in, like, blast damage 
from laser beams, and you see like things that look like spearheads jammed into the wall. Um, you see uh, like a little um, kind of. It almost looks like um, there's a bunch of like crossbow bolts littering a wall. And you see something that kind of looks like miniature swords. Like somebody took a long sword and then tried to make it into a shuriken-sized weapon. Uh, and there's like a bunch of them. They killed all the tiny people. Um, yeah, how how tall were the, the, the corp, the bodies? Like how tall um, were they? Seven feet. Three inches tall. Oh. Seven feet tall, okay. Yeah, you know, taller than a human, but not, like, obscenely taller than a human. But they're, like, mostly, like, leg? Like, jellyfishy leg? Um, they do seem to have more leg than a human would, but they were pretty human-shaped, which was not, like, the impression you got from the paintings. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, are, are there more bodies in here? Uh, no, there are no bodies in here. There is a painting, however, on the ceiling, Yuri, uh, that you're pretty much the only one able to see. It kind of reminds you of the Sistine Chapel. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's like a, a, a figure without form in the middle that the placement of that figure suggests divinity or great importance or a savior figure. It's kind of like the Six Sistine Chapel painted by Jackson Pollock. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Yodel has said from the uh, chat, here's a radical idea. Maybe call the mass murderer a supervillain, not a superhero. Uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Greg's not not ready. Greg doesn't want to prematurely call somebody a supervillain, you know. We're gonna <laughs> wait till we're gonna wait till all the facts are in. Okay. That's a big charge <laughs> to level at someone. Calling somebody a supervillain can ruin their life. <laughs> okay. I feel like the I feel like maybe the real point is that the the division between hero and villain isn't necessarily that relevant. Yeah. <laughs> that is also true. Ragnarok didn't discriminate. That's true, too. Maybe there's a reason it didn't discriminate. And this Gre is Greg's, that reason. For, for, for Yaddle, Greg's operating assumption is that a hero thought they were saving the day and stopping the alien invaders, and this was just like an alien cruise ship, and they murdered everyone. They were going to assault our women and steal our vital fluids! Yeah, exactly. You can't come to Earth if you're not... I'm not even sure how much any how much respect any of us have for superheroes anyway, given that we're all into stealing their shit now that they're gone. Yeah, yeah nobody really thought highly of the heroes after, like, the first few, um, like, bases and things got raided and, like, old sidekicks started giving up the ghost or whatever and giving up mm -hmm. the beans and were like, oh, yeah, they had, like, secret internment camps where they kept all the aliens that they were worried would destroy human culture or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like there's a certain level of anti-superhero sentiment in any base radar. 
I'm pretty sure it's in the core rulebook, but there's like a thing where it talks about there's an island that the ideal had all to themselves, and no one's been able to get into it or out of it since uh, Ragnarok, and like people know that there were civilians and stuff there, like people that were friends with the ideal, but like only yeah. the because it was like their super secret base, only the ideal could work any of the mechanisms to get in and out of there. So like there's presumably yeah. like a hundred or so people trapped in this fucking place that they have no control over. Fun. Nice. Um like those poor schmucks that work on the watchtower. Got to commute yeah. to Kansas, catch t Zeta Beam. Um, the Shuriken things are they? Do they? Uh, Greg's gonna look at all the weapons and see if there is like a consistent design pattern to them. They are uh, human designed and they are of human origin. You can tell okay. from the elements in them that they are made out of and tiny. So they're just tiny swords. Right? Well, they're not all tiny. There's like crossbow bolts. There's like spears, yep. but there is a, a few tiny swords. Right. Other so maybe like some shoes. of the ideal were fairies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are I there understand running theory. Crossbow bolts. Uh, crossbow bolts. You don't see a crossbow anywhere. And there's no body. There are no bodies in here. There are no bodies in here. You said there was so a. Liquid I... on the ground? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's. Uh, you're standing in like a pool of rosé. Greg's gonna taste it to see what it is. Um, not, it, not actually taste it. He's gonna stick his. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no difference for Greg. It's really yeah. salty and coppery, um, but also kind of like watermelon. It's like a salted watermelon. In terms of taste or chemical makeup? Both. <laughs> it's, it's got yeah. tons of watermelon particles in it. <laughs> nice. um, is it is it mostly water? Is it like water with chemicals or is it something else? Mostly water with chemicals. Is it possible that this is like the water of their planet? Uh, could be something like that. Um... Is anybody here like a big fan of the of the not necessarily the ideal, but like superheroes from post rag uh, from pre uh, Ragnarok? No. Did anybody have a favorite hero? <laughs> Greg did not. Emriel probably <laughs> did not either. And Yuri, I guess, might have, but certainly doesn't know what it was. Uh, Yuri and Emriel. You are both former servants of supervillains. What were your supervillains' biggest enemies? Ah. Um. Hmm. You don't have to be, like, specific and name them, but you can, like, give an impression of a character, and I can fill that in for you. Is... Would... Would... Um, wait, what was my villain's name? Um, Cybernetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a samurai army. I don't know. Were, were the were the ones he faced essentially the Power Rangers? Like, ah, uh, may have been. 
or I don't know what seems similar. I mean, it was a Japan. It was a Japan-centric villain. Perhaps uh, he whatever the Japanese Super League was. The Rad Stars, a uh, pop group, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an idol group that all mm-hmm. had radiation superpowers. Think, think like teen superhero version of Captain Adam. <laughs> but there's like 12 of them because it's like a Japanese pop group. Yeah, indeed. The Rad Stars. Alright, and it says in my backstory that Amriel was uh, held for almost a century uh, by the villainous sorceress uh, Osvira the Wicked. So hey. I'm thinking... I'm thinking that Osvira's arch enemy was maybe like uh, a late 19th century Sherlock Holmes style, like um, gadget uh, and and investigation uh, person who was the kind of a, a champion of science. So they had like a science versus magic uh, conflict going on. Okay, I had a magic hero lined up, but sure. In which case, how about? <laughs> White Knight. Sure. Uh, who is kind of a medieval knight slash Batman themed hero. Um, but maybe he's like an enlightenment knight, you know? He's a... He's a... He sounds insufferable. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> a literal white knight. Just... I, I had I had very little problem with beating the hell out of him several, several times. Uh, in which case... You recognize these little shuriken swords. They are the they are one of the signature weapons of the White Knight. Because much like Batman has bat-shaped shurikens, the White Knight has not has sword-shaped shurikens. <laughs> of course. Um. And uh, uh, I, and mm-hmm. Yuri, you actually recognize the weird blast marker on the wall of that of one of the weird kind of overly flamboyant blast patterns of the Radstar teeds. You know what super team was here. This was the right. protectors. Uh, who were kind of a D-list um, Avengers. You know, Avengers mm-hmm. West Coast or whatever. Yeah. Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, the Great Lakes they got a name as okay as the protectors mm-hmm. they weren't just like the maintainers, <laughs> the, maintainers. <laughs> the people who keep good things uh, yeah you recognize <laughs> the spears on the wall as being the trademark weapons of the avian who's kind of like an aquaman of birds <laughs> he comes from a flying city hidden in the clouds apparently so he claimed armory who Bird is person. like a uh, gun Green Arrow Woman uh, Hilda Who is Viking Wonder Woman mm-hmm. uh, The Jade Empress Who I feel like I don't want to go into any further The Purple Centurion Colbinoid And Lightning Bolt uh, And then you realize Who all these laser beams And shit are from 
Victory, who was sent to Earth on a sleeper ship uh, with the mission of conquering Earth, but was injured in transit and while recovering in Belfast, Maine, under the care of a family of shipbuilders, came to love Earth. He is the superhero's yeah. superhero, a beacon of patriotism, freedom, justice, and the American way. And his name is Victory. Victory, yeah, as in, yeah. So his first name is Vic, and his last name is Tory. Yep. As in barf. <laughs> he has the power to shoot laser beams from his hands, among other things. So he wasn't beaten up in high school then. <laughs> no, with a name like Victor Tory, why would he have been? Also, they don't beat people up in Belfast, Maine. Surely not. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a wholesome place to be from. An enlightened town, to be sure. <laughs> to be yeah. sure. Um. Right. Uh, I'm just thinking in terms of us trying to secure this base. Do we really just swarm of ball bearings? Could be. Tide. You see a panel on the wall starts flashing. God, we need to go. Uh, and then the floor starts to peel away, and the walls start to rip open, and the ceiling starts to burn, uh, and ball bearings start filling the room. Yeah, time to go. Is there any walls that are not... That are not tearing open and like, pouring ball bearings forth? No, there are not. Yeah. You are, you are very cool. quickly being surrounded. We should head back into the spa area and then see if we can get out from there. You look cool, back towards the, the pool. You look back towards the spa area, Greg, and you see uh, cracks all over the obsidian. Uh, but more importantly, the quote-unquote door frame is gone, and there is steel balls pouring in. Hmm. Well, so much for that. <sighs> This is uh, Emriel, mm. you're a dragon slayer now. St. George didn't have anything to say about ball bearings. But uh, Emriel's going <laughs> to... Emriel's kind of fuzzy on alien ball bearings. <laughs> uh, Emriel's going to manifest her flaming sword. Mm-hmm. So this is probably going to be... Nutchuck! Alright, you manifest um, your flaming sword. It's cool. And then, and then since I have uh, strike plus range plus spray, I can throw fireballs. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, why has this not happened before? Yeah, why has this not been in every scene? Why have you not been throwing fireballs? <laughs> oh, man, I'm just remembering the way fireballs look in Charmed. <laughs> Where they have, they've got like rotating black rings inside balls of fire. I feel like, I feel like there was some point, if, if anyone else, if Yuri smokes... There was some point in this in the okay. uh, history of our team where Amriel went, Yuri, you, you want you want a light? Just go go stand across the room over there. 
<laughs> I mean, this seems awfully inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> no, just just trust me. Just trust me. And then... <laughs> well, that's cool and all, but you just destroyed my Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> You'd love it. It was one night yeah. when we were drunk in a bar in New Georgia. That's true. <laughs> we, were, we have been very drunk together. Um, so you're going to throw a fireball. Make me an um, attack. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to like clear us. Mm-hmm. A, a bunch of fireballs. Um, I, I you, feel like... You cock your sword like a machine gun. <laughs> and just fire like... it. I'm, I'm going. I'm going less for the damage here and more for the scene aspect of like a way out. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. So you're trying to create an advantage, really? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, so that's plus four at uh, superhuman. Brilliant. Uh, so you guys just see Abriel like draw her sword, and then I assume you just shoot fucking fireballs everywhere, right? Yeah. Are you focusing on a specific area? Um, well, the the way the way we came uh, is the um, like obsidian door. That's mm-hmm. that's still cracked. Um, I'm gonna pick, I guess, another direction that they're coming from and just try to like blast them away from the wall so that way we can get through. Mm-hmm. They're coming from above and below you too, so you can try and go down or up if you wanted. All right. Before, in that case, before Emriel fires, uh, she looks at Greg and uh, and you know Yuri. What? Yuri, yeah. I was I was gonna say, you know what? Uh, down is probably the easiest. So. All right. So you just shoot fireballs into the ground, uh, and you uh, see the little metal spheres. They just turn to turn to liquid metal as you're firing at them. They're not particularly <laughs> sturdy, but there are. Many of them. Yeah. Uh, and as you're vaporizing them, uh, as Emriel's vaporizing them, Greg, you actually see more of that weird liquid kind of coming off them, almost like a spray. That liquid that you remember from outside uh, and from the pool. Uh, but uh, Emriel just burns a hole into the ground. Oh, like a hole we can go through? Yeah. Yep, everybody in the hole and then she made a hot hole. Yeah. Don't touch the thumbs away. She used a hot cut tool. (laughs) Uh, So you guys jump down this hole in the bottom of the ship uh, and you you just zoom past deck after deck after deck as Emriel just keeps firing red hot balls of fire. Hellfire, in fact. Uh, straight down, and then uh, after a few seconds of falling, you land on deck plating. Uh, You're in a large kind of almost warehouse-looking space. There's, uh, you assume, fighter planes and other vehicles and stuff. You see... You see down the far end of the warehouse, like this big kind of uh, tentacly octopus mecha thing, similar to the thing you fought outside before it changed shape. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, and then you hear the distinct sound of ball bearings being pour- poured down a rain stick. Uh, how far up is the ceiling? Uh, t- 10 meters. Amriel, could you fly? I forget, did we establish uh, whether or not my flight is magical or actually... Uh, You're I a actually... demon, so I assume magical. Okay. Or else your wings would be like 20 meters wide. Yeah. Okay, in that case... Could you, could you try to close that with the key? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess so. All right. Amriel uh, unfurls her wings, which I guess we we worked out that uh, they have like a special compartment in her suit. Yeah, you've got like yeah. wing socks. Yeah, um, <laughs> and and flies upward with her little lock unlock tool, uh, mm-hmm. ready to close and lock the breach in the floor that they just fell through. It doesn't seem to want to connect. Like, you're touching it to it, and, like, the the thing isn't even unfurling to connect to the material. In that Uh, case, run away. Probably probably the fact that I blew a giant hole through it. Uh, I am already legging it towards in the direction of the giant tentacle mech. (laughs) I thought you might. Can't just put that there for no reason. <laughs> Expect me not to go towards it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you run towards the tentacle mech thing. Um, you see a large uh, power supply hanging out of its asshole. Uh, Good. Looks like they might have been working on it. Um, Greg. Yes. How good are you making things go boom? Oh, uh, I I could certainly give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Generally, I try to avoid that because it tends to result in bodily harm. Yeah, Unreal, you that. can see the ball bearings falling down the hole towards you. Um, can what did I? You have in mind, Yuri? Uh, rig up that power supply to go boom. All right, can I rig up that and power supply to go it in that direction. You definitely think it's plausible to to do this. I'm going to make a super science roll then. It's yeah, it seems, seems to be like a, it seems does to be this giant mech have a <sighs> plus six. Sort of Sorry, what was that? Uh-huh. Yuri? Does this mech have a cockpit kind of thing? Um shrug? It's unclear if it's an autonomous vehicle or not. Yeah, good. Uh, Amriel. Yes. You were going to do something. Um, I, what I was going to say was, uh, since it won't, since the the breach won't seal with the lock tool, is there any yeah. way that I could like hastily patch it with my sword, like maybe just fuse all of the metal together? Uh, yeah, the, if only there was, like, some metal material shoved in the hole, you could, like, try and yeah. melt it. But where are you going to get, where are you going to get a bunch of metal in the middle of a hangar? All right, I guess I'm going to tear off, like, a big section of one of the walls and... Or shove one of their fighter planes in the hole. 
Yeah, which whichever. <laughs> Gonna pick something big and heavy and metallic and and shove it in there. So you pick up a viper. <laughs> <laughs> mark one or mark two? No, uh, mark two. Oh wow. Feeling like that's more insectoid looking. Yeah. Uh, and you ram it up in the hole, and then you try and melt it. Alright, let's see how that goes. Uh, no, no, you don't really need to roll. No? <laughs> it's more of an expenditure of time. You're trying to slow them down. You're trying to buy Greg more time. Okay. Uh, Yuri, what are you doing while Greg is doing excellently at rewiring this bomb? Well, sorry, this engine. <laughs> this soon um, to is, be bomb. Is, are these machines like mechanical or are they all like chemical? They are mechanical. They're they're at the very least they have metal frames. Right. Um Can I if if Greg's like rigging that up, can I start like detaching it or like tearing away at whatever is cabling it to the thing sure yeah you can kind of take it off its hoist yeah yeah you you uh you see some big kind of cable things suspending it uh in the air above its engine uh so you cut those cables presumably with your sword looking like a cool badass Mm mm-hmm uh, yeah, cut those cables so it's kind of just like a big old ball on a chain, I think. Yeah, cool. And then what are you going to do with the thing? Uh, when Greg's done with it. Mm-hmm. When it's about to go boom. All right, so Greg, you uh, you 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 did you got like a six, right? As is yeah. per usual for Greg. Yeah. Um, it's my thing. It's what he does. It's going to take you a few more seconds to get this to be a bomb. Like, you've worked out how to overload it. Problem is, making it not immediately overload and vaporize you all. Yeah, that would be good. This does seem to be some kind of uh, highly energetic battery. You think it might be, uh, it might involve antimatter by the looks of it. Okay. Um, So, you know. Is there another one around here? Never mind. No, Later. there is not. <laughs> One at a time, Greg. <laughs> uh, and as you're trying to work out how to make it go boom, uh, you guys can hear that rattling, scraping, ball-bearing sound kind of pinging off all of the walls. You can see, uh, particularly around the hole that Emriel's just melted shut with a plane. Uh you can see it uh, kind of bending and caving out uh, towards you around that hole uh, as the balls are trying to force their way into this part of the ship. Um, I move, I'm going to like run a short distance away, sort of, uh, and then pull out our key, mm-hmm. press it to the, the floor, essentially, mm-hmm. and hit it. Hit open? Yep. Uh Back towards where Amriel is, uh, you see a kind of the wall, the floor start to peel open, and you realize that there's like a door there, and then you see 
uh, every like 10 meters along this warehouse kind of factory space, another door opens. And then as it gets about halfway, another one opens. And it just keeps doing that as it comes towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as um, every drop door in this hangar opens. Yep. But that's opening onto moon the surface dust. of the moon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, well, that's does trouble. Anyone, does anyone say anything to Greg? As he's seemingly hovering over the engine. How's it coming, Greg? Oh, quite well. I just have to figure out a way to make it so that this doesn't vaporize us all instantly. Anytime now, Fartman. <laughs> we need that more than breathing. Oh, well, uh, okay. You are very needy creatures. Um, Emrio, you see a steel ball bearing force its way out from a seam uh, <laughs> and drop and go ding, 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 ding on the ground as it kind of bounces. Uh, and then you see two, three, ten, twenty start to pour through the same hole and the hole just opens wider as a bunch more start pouring down. They're coming through. It's like the reverse of an hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess it's like the other half of an hourglass, really? I mean, it's basically an hourglass. There's, it's there's basically an hourglass. Yeah. Sure. It's like an hourglass. Except it explodes. Yep. It's like a balloon, and then something bad happens. <laughs> uh, you're all just staring at Greg. Uh, it's Greg, uh, Greg, you realize that you've worked out how to make it go boom. Ah, great. Uh, it's got a seven and a half second delay. Well. Is it good to go? Uh, well, it's seven and a half seconds. Good. Good. Um, I grab the length of cabling mm-hmm. and then uh, swing round to hammer throw it mm-hmm. at the the ceiling point that they are currently that Amriel has sealed up. Greg tells it to go boom. The engine quickly retracts into the mech. You've got five seconds as you start swinging this around. Three Amriel. seconds. Amriel Two is seconds. like swinging away. And I'm like, get out! One second, and then you throw it. Greg dives behind something for cover. Uh, (laughs) Greg dives. I'm I'm going out the door. Oh, there's a door? Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I open that all the way. So essentially, I throw this at the point up above, and then we all leap out the doors. I want to essentially throw this and then, like, sliding skid out the door. Yeah. And as I do, as I'm, like, skidding out, I, like, hit the remote control against the floor and hit close. Yeah. Uh, so you're skidding out, Emriel's dive bomb, and Greg's just, like, dropping. <laughs> Greg's, just crouching like beh- <laughs> Greg's crouching behind, like, a spaceship <laughs> as Emriel, like, grabs him <laughs> and pulls him through the door. Yeah. Uh, and then you... Then uh, Yuri presses that button and it, the doors start to slowly close. Uh, and then you see, you all see a flash of light and hear a 
the strangest explosion you've ever heard. It's almost like a... It's got a lot of a whooshing sound and less of a kabooming sound, almost like a jet engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very short and very quick. Uh, and you feel, Can really, I? you feel really hot and then really cold. <laughs> yep. Uh, can I invoke another fake point for the Datsun to arrive at the right time again? Um, Datsuns. Well, well, you're it. Remember, the ship was half buried in the lunar dirt, so it can't. Yes. Like, it's not like it can drive down under the thing. Are we under the dirt? I thought we were like. I thought this is a exposed. These, do- these doors opened downwards, so into the bear- the sh- part of the ship that was buried in the ground. So you're like, just hu- like a meter under the ship, uh, and then in darkness, oh, right. basically. I thought we were like a. It was like the slightly higher bit. Yeah, no, you're something. in the belly of the. You're at the bottom of the ship. You're ready. So we have to crawl back in after the explosion goes away. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha, okay. Unless uh, we want to stay buried here forever. Nah. After, after a few minutes, you realize that like the doors above you are gone, and a lot of the deck plating is gone. Um, your suits are kind of in tatters, but uh, you know, you're getting warnings on the display saying that you're leaking atmosphere. Um, okay. All we right. should find a place to rake repairs. Good idea there, Greg. I'm behind it. Yep. Climb back up into the ship. It's a lot, di- a lot of screaming going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you hear people screaming in the distance. Terrifying. Those balls did not go down without a fight. Yeah, no, they ter- they screamed. They didn't understand what was going on. Uh, and you see off, uh, you see this, just so much of this ship has just been peeled away by that engine exploding. And you see explo- exposed, like, engineering spaces and decks. There's all this liquid just pouring down the sides of the walls, uh, metallic and otherwise. Uh, and then, uh, at the far end of the corridor, at the far end of the warehouse, uh, a door that has been half blown open, the other side slides back, uh, and there is a, a larger sphere, similar to the one before, uh, with brighter colors on it, uh, Yuri. what one before? Similar to the little tiny spheres, except this is like the size of like a meter wide. Oh, okay. Meter in diameter. Uh, and it's got a lot more bright colors on it, Yuri. Uh, and it's just sort of waiting there patiently at the door, at the open door. We all like look at each other. Uh... If this ship is alive, maybe it's reached the point where it wants to die. Yeah, that one. Where's the drinks waiter? <laughs> Either or. I'm gonna. Uh, Greg's gonna broadcast like "hello" in every language he knows, and like m- binary, like computer languages too. And Back everything. Back in American English, 
comes. Uh, hello. Oh, oh. I I wasn't expecting that. Would you like some coffee? Oh God, um, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> who is who? Who are you? Uh, I I uh, I I am uh, I'm an agent of this vessel. I'm gonna patch them. Can they hear it too? Sure. You put it onto yeah. the radio. Yeah. Do uh, you have you... a name? I am an agent of this vessel. Does this Ooh. vessel have a name? <laughs> make Adam, a sound. Let's, let's go with Adam. Kind of like a bag of sausages. You know what? Not Adam. <laughs> Not Adam. Uh, let's go with Aaron. Aaron. Okay. What right. was your purpose? What was the ship's mission? I'm not really privy to that kind of information. I've just uh, we, you've. Uh, do you have any you've a lot of rooms? You've done a lot of. Maybe you should come down here to this end of the, the space. We can talk face to face. You've done a lot of damage to the ship. Yeah, well, uh, it was pretty damaged to begin with. One of you is giving off an ideal identification code. Uh, I have been reprogrammed by the ideal to assist them in the oh. cataloging of this vessel. Uh, I, I, okay. I'd, really, I'd really like you to come down here, if you can, to this end. Okay. Sure. They sound very threatening. Greg. <laughs> Greg cuts the the sphere off the channel. What's um, another dead ball? <laughs> <laughs> well, we might be able to use this one before we destroy it. Yeah, that sounds fair. I mean, maybe Just it doesn't want to kill us. It's it's remember, an you are a member of the ideal, Yuri. Well, it doesn't really seem to think so, does it? Well, you're it hasn't off. said you're not. You're giving off an identification signal, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds well, it sounds pretty into that. Well, it's worth a shot. You might get lucky. We it might be down. a yes man situation. <laughs> yeah, we walk down to that end of the house. Yeah, hangar. and then I, I key yeah, him back in. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have a pressurized room we could have a chat about this in? Can sure, I... come this way. And he rolls on through the broken, about blasted out hallway, and then it kind of swerves into like a. Uh, up to like a blank wall and then that wall peels open and you see another quartzy obsidian door and it rolls in and says come on step on through okay yeah uh, the door the wall rolls shut behind you and then uh, air starts to fill in so sorry it took a while to get to you um, the ship We left its def the ideal left its defenses active so that no one would try it. It would be hard for people to break in, and you guys didn't come through the door that the ideal left themselves. Uh, I, I'm not criticizing. I'm sure you know what you're doing. Uh, I mean, we don't. Oh, uh, okay. Well, in that case, um, anyway, I, I assume that you're here to inspect the prison. Yep. Yes. Good. Well, uh, 
we'll just go through this door. Uh, and then well, we'll wait, be bef in the before you before you do that, uh, we would like to repair our suits. Fine, it's all calibrated to Earth atmosphere. I I still think we'd like to repair our suits. Unless I mean, if you've got the time to, I don't have materials for you to perform repairs. So, out of how long would it take Greg to fix the holes in the suits? Some time. You've got to synthesize oh. complex materials. Right. Okay. Well, that's all right. I guess we'll we'll leave it since we are on a time limit. Mm hmm Very well. Greg Trust. takes his glove off and then just like floats through the hole. Uh, yeah, you guys like come into kind of an open corridor. Uh, it's a lot less like solid walls and stuff. You see other shapes and things. Um, you see like human um, kind of materials here too, like um, like human architecture kind of blended into this section and structure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, are you guys aware of the explosions happening at the engine bay and the nose of the ship. What sort of explosions? Well, one I would categorize as shaped charges and the other one a mining laser of sorts. Um, do it, if that's what you're asking. Fair enough. Uh, well, I've, uh, I've done my best to maintain to the ruler's needs, uh, you know, as they commanded this great vessel on its pilgrimage across the stars. Um, but here we are. Well, since we are... What was that? How long was the journey? Uh, I'm not particularly privy to that information, but the last uh, point of call was 800 years ago uh, there were a few stops between then and now but uh, they for the most part were traveling for 800 years uh, and presumably from before then but you know this old bucket of bolts and the sphere kind of like slams sideways into the ship it's been around for a million years yes the first great caravan they built in their pilgrimage. Who is they? Oh, you know. Oh. The patrons. They were just a race of tourists. <laughs> <laughs> they were just a whole bunch of old people on a cruise ship forever. <laughs> this was their, this was their inter interplanetary bus to Atlantic City. <laughs> Next stop, planet Earth. <laughs> and uh, how, how many uh, occupants are still in the prison? Oh, just the one. We are, yeah, yeah, just the one, thankfully. Uh, and then you roll into a space, and you see a large green tank with victory floating in, in the middle of it, uh, missing an arm. Uh, with a tube in his mouth and a bunch of, like, sensor things strapped all over his, uh, body. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's not another cloud. So am I. 
So are you guys gonna take custody of this problem so that I can get back to serving the ruler their drinks? Or... Uh, hey, just quickly. Um, do you, do you, you don't have any... You don't have any, you know... The, the other little balls that were attacking us, yeah? Yeah. Do you have any kind of, like... Can, can they not? Can you do that? Oh, no, I don't have control over that. That's an automatic immune response to uh, intruders entering the vessel. Is this right. a living ship? Well, I mean... And then it kind of taps Yuri and says, Is he a living ship? Ah. And then taps Emriel. Is they are they a living ship? You know, they've they've got organisms all through them. They're vessels for whole civilizations of microbes. Are they living ships? Fair enough. Will they like will those defense uh, organisms reach us here? Oh, I mean, they shouldn't. This whole area's been specially engineered, or so I'm told, to register as just a normal, average part of the ship. Right. If we... Okay. Right. Look, so I, this I is, just want to get back to the... serving drinks. That's my purpose. Uh, I would like to yeah, resume my purpose. How many... How many... Uh, the patrons are awaiting your service? Uh, I assume the full regular compliment, but I haven't gotten an order placed in 15, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Is there any interface that we can use to check on the status of the prisoner? Uh, sure, right this way. And sort of scoots to the side, rolling along. It's hard to tell where the front of this sphere is. Uh, and then it rolls over to a computer. It kind of looks like a early 2000s Mac. Oh. Like, uh, you know those ones with the cool see-through plastic monitors? Yep. Yeah, it's an Emac. It's an Emac. Uh. Just sitting on a desk. <laughs> and is this linked to any other parts of the ship? Oh, no, it's just plugged into that big old Tanker goop. Uh, all right. You know, great. it looks like Midori, but it's not Midori. What looks like Midori? The big the tanker goop. goop. Oh. It's fine. This this sphere can only give us things in terms of drinks and yeah. ask us <laughs> questions to any questions we ask. Uh, hey, at least it's not questioning your authenticity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg is going to exude, extrude a hand from his hollow emitter and shake the mouse to hopefully bring the monitor back to life. Yeah, it uh, slowly awakens. You have a woken um. sleeper. <laughs> uh, you see a few desktop applications sitting there. Uh, what are they? What are... I have never used a Mac. I don't even know if they have desktop applications. They do. Yeah, they have icons. Picture, well, I don't know these picture, things. Like, picture the the dumbed down version of a PC. Of a Windows PC. Yeah. Uh, is there anything um, like about the? Prisoner? You see an email app and then 
something li- uh, labeled containment unit. I'm going to open the email first. <laughs> cool. How, how uh, much is in your inbox? There are 2,000 unread emails. Oh. Uh, when was the last one? When's the last one from? Uh, the last email was sent uh, 66 seconds ago. Oh, what is it? What is it? It's a newsletter. It is a newsletter from the Lonely Planet. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Uh, Greg's going to scroll through to the last red email. The last email. So just switch to ta- to red tab and just check the red yeah. email. The last red yeah. email is a newsletter from the Lonely Planet. Are they all newsletters from the Lonely Planet? No, you just asked <laughs> what the last one that was read was. Okay, what was, was the one the... you just read? The one before that. Uh, the one the last before that. Mailer. <laughs> the last one before that is a letter from uh, someone called Andrew, uh, and it just says you need to stop spending all your time up there. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're wasting your life. What's he, the email address this is logged into? Whose account? Um, the email address is that you're signed into is, um, history lover 99. Yeah, of course it is. That's great. At hotmail.com. Oh God. Of course. Uh, your, your bully thing. Yes. Do you have a name? Wait, do you have a name? No, that's right. You're a patron. No. You're a thing. Avatar. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm a server. Um, I, uh, you know, waiter? Aaron. Yeah. Yes. Uh, waiter, uh, who was... Who held custody of this prison before? The protectors. Like, right. Were they all here? Uh, not at all, all, all the time. Uh, mostly it was the um, White Knight that spent most of their time here. History lover, okay. Uh-huh. Of course. The others oh, would come and go. Like can, can I scroll through the other red emails and see if there's anything about why about victory and why he's in prison here? Uh, you see, uh, something from, uh, Green Queen, an email from Green Queen at AOL.com. Oh, I hate them all so much. I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> uh, she's like, look, uh, you, you may have loved him, but you can't stay up there forever. Uh, your city needs you or whatever, you know, like... You gotta, you gotta stop living in the past. You know, I, trust me, I know. I've got thousands of years of past. Don't live there; it's bad. Good okay. talk. Uh, meanwhile, Yuri like taps on the glass. Yep, it's a big old vat of cocktail juice. You um, can pickle some olives in there, or a superhero, or a superhero. Uh, waiter. Yes. Uh, could you give us directions to the mm, command of this ship? The brain? Oh, I don't know. You don't want to. You don't want to go visit Aaron. Uh, you you wouldn't like it there. 
Why? That's great. Uh, you know, th there's things worse than balls on this ship. Sure is. Um, yeah, but, like, if we did. Well, if you did, I suppose uh, you would head outside and you'd follow... Hmm, how to describe that color to you, because you don't see in... Hmm. Yuri, Yuri does. Oh, okay. Well, then you want to follow Gurk, because uh, the Gurk line will lead you towards the uh, uh, Azrith room. Uh, uh, and then just, from just the Azrith... Which one's Gurk? Can you point it out to me on your sphere? Uh, sure. Uh, and then the sphere turns, and then you realize the sphere doesn't have arms, so how's it going to point to anything? I pointed a bit of it. Am I this one? Uh, left. Is this one? North. This one? There you go. That's Gurk. Okay, good. All right. Uh, and Azrith is a color that's like Gurk mixed with Kamerun, uh, but more of a Cistarian cis kind of a shade. Dragon You're the only one who can see it. Yeah, well, I didn't say I could see it well. <laughs> Do you know how to read the language of this ship, waiter? Oh yeah, I can read. Come on, I I went to school to be a waiter. Good for you. Um, could you teach me the language? Ah, uh, I suppose. Uh, I'm not really much of a teacher. Uh, you know, I never really got my qualification for that. Uh, but I suppose I could give it a try. I could try and teach you. Sure. Well, wait, it doesn't matter because I can't read the monitors. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just realized that. Um, Greg, uh, I'm gonna, Greg's going to start uh, going through all the emails. He's going to go with the first email. Like, he wants to see what... Is this just like his personal account talking to people back home? Yeah. Okay, so there's nothing about victory in here. No. I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna go to the search bar, and I'm gonna <laughs> type in like victory, then Victor, then Vic, and see what comes okay. up. Okay. You get. You see a bunch of things. Um, the oldest emails in here tagged with this are from Victory, and then it looks like an official account. It's like um, Victory dot admin at victory.com okay so victory must, must have had his own website because of course he did yeah um and then you see there's a few from um like a personal account uh tied right. to victor um and the the ones that are tied to the official account suggest like um like a professional admiration uh and then like or requests and for White Knight, and then requests for like joint appearances uh, and collaboration uh, to work together on superhero projects. Uh, there's an email talking about um, how uh, that White Knight sent, uh, talking about how they're looking to start a super team um, that will involve certain people that they've worked with in the past over their long life. Uh, and then you see, like, the personal emails start to start from there, and they kind of interspace, and then the uh, professional emails fade out. The personal emails are things like, hey, do you want to go have dinner sometime? 
and then quickly turn into like love letters and romantic letters uh and then like the kind of letters you uh you'd expect between partners right uh, yeah so they were so, there together so victory and white knight were dating uh okay and when do those stop like when when does victory stop sending white knight emails um, few like ten years? No, no, not ten years. Yeah, ten years before um Ragnarok. Oh, okay. So about wow. fifteen years ago. And that would line up with when this ship was attacked. Yeah, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Greg's gonna check the. You said one of the other apps was for, like, uh, containment or something like that? Yeah, there was a desktop icon that said containment unit. <sighs> Click on that one. It's a bunch of logs. Um, you know, every, like, there's thousands of them. Um, every day um, at, like, nope. 6 p.m., it would send, like, a summary alert. What was the last one? Uh, the last one uh, is just, like, everything's nominal. Okay. So it doesn't, there's nothing like what it's doing or like what, somehow he's being kept alive. So like what? So, so, all right. So you open up the uh, the thing for the summary and it says everything's nominal. And then it says, would you like, uh, would you like more, uh, more detailed analysis? Yes. Click on more detailed analysis. It talks about like how their biorhythms are stable. Their cellular regeneration is still stalling as expected. Uh, it mentions that, uh, it mentions that uh, access to the quantum uh, zone uh, is restricted by the fluid as uh, as designed. Uh, there is uh, no, there is low to none brain activity. Um, breathing is normal. Uh, basically, a whole bunch of shit. That means that victory is in an induced coma and in some sort of stasis that's stopping him from. I'm assuming the quantum thing is where he gets his powers from and he can't access yes, he taps that. into the quantum zone and draws on a deep well of power from there. I'm going to go back through the logs to the day of Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Anything different? Yes. Uh, it says that it had to push in a few extra megagrams uh, of uh, of um, suspension fluid in order to limit access to the quantum zone as he seemed to there seemed to be a fluctuation in power output and quantum energy uh, well I'm going to Greg's going to download that can I email that to myself <laughs> yeah you put it in a zip file yeah I'm going to hey. email that to myself because that's uh, information about Ragnarok that we could probably sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and then I say, well, uh, Victory here is in some sort of suspended animation, as you can tell, based, uh, and it seems like it started after the attack on this ship. Emeril, hmm. you always thought Victory got his power from the sun. Hmm. It's stopping him from accessing something called the quantum zone. Is is this? Are we sure this is victory? Oh, I kind of thought that he was. 
I was always under the impression that he was a solar-powered hero. It could have been a ruse. Um, Something he just told the public. Yes. Yeah, Victory also never mentioned that he liked to perform genocide on cruise ships, so... Yeah. He could have been keeping things from people. Uh, well, now I'm very confused as to whether or not this is a cruise ship because they also have a fighter bay. So, you know. <laughs> Clearly, you've never been on a cruise ship, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I haven't. Um, well, this could be, uh, I would imagine, for many Earthlings, the most important find since Ragnarok. A living superhero member of the ideal. Hmm. Was he good there? Well, the ideal... Now, uh, the the protectors, were they part of the ideal? Like, would they be considered... Yeah, they were like a, they were like a D-list. They're like the Doom Patrol. Right, but they, they would be considered members of the ideal. Yeah, they were members of the ideal. Well, he was dangerous enough that the ideal decided to lock him away in suspended animation. They haven't just. They didn't just lock him up because he got hurt. No, it was specifically suspending his regeneration. Oh. It's a lot more involved. Yeah, but then again, the ideal made bad choices. Shoving an ice pick in his eye. Hmm. I mean, but then equally, the ideal decided to, you know, attack this ship. Yeah. Did they? Did they not? Well, all the damage on the outside looked like uh, laser beam fire. Mm-hmm. Victory was incredibly powerful. The laser he, man. Just, he just wasn't great at public relations, unlike Avalon. What if they weren't attacking the ship, but they were attacking Victory? Victory attacked the sure. ship, then the protectors attacked Victory. Right. Plausible. Who deals with this stuff? Oh, that's right. The ideal. Yeah. Yep. His own crew turned on him. Or he turned on them. <laughs> you all look at each other with beady eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or we all pull out guns. No. Mexican off. <laughs> right. And then uh, while we're what all... What you say? We get another, oh, we, yeah, we get like down. another, like, one of those cuts where it's all of us big, like, squinty eyes, squinty eyes, <laughs> and then just cuts to the wall. Hey, that could probably have powered it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Alternatively, go deal with Aaron, deactivate the defenses, and then you could just fucking come back here at your leisure. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we don't have to deal with this right now. We are going to yeah. have to deal with Aaron. You have to yep. deal with Aaron to win the race. Yeah, we haven't cleared the base. Uh, so, Yuri, do you know how to get to Aaron? Yuri has an idea. Uh, the sphere rolls up to Yuri and kind of like bumps against your leg. And he goes, not to interrupt the intense staring. Um, <laughs> there's a hull breach in the engine cluster. That is um, consistent with an explosion. Uh huh. 
what kind of outside. Yep. Well, I don't have intense diagnostics. I'm just getting the same warning, and then you see a panel on the wall flash, and it, the sphere spins towards it. The same warnings that you are all getting right now. Well, yeah. Mostly. Good. If you just keep relaying those to us, that's handy. Well, there has been a hull breach, uh, and we are cool. meant to be... Uh, what is the word? We are meant to be entering the storm cellar. Where's right. the storm cellar? Well, there's a storm cellar in every section of the ship. Although, and then the sphere kind of spins around as if it is trying to gesture to this whole space that you're in. Uh, this compartment is somewhat remodeled. We may have to travel to another compartment in order to access the storm cellar. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. the storm cellar? Is that to protect us from depressurization? Depressurization, alien invasion forces, pirates, radiation storms, quantum anomalies, interdimensional rifts. It's a general all-purpose bunker. Shelter. Lean to good cave. Um, is this is the section where Aaron is pressurized? I don't know. I don't really have never delivered to Aaron before or waited on him. Occasionally, uh, when the we'll command, occasionally when the royalty would visit, I'd I'd go with, but uh, never really allowed into Aaron's room. It's Aaron's room, you know. Only Aaron mm-hmm, can go. Mm-hmm. The protectors who were here did they did they have rooms anywhere nearby? Oh no, uh, you know, White Knight Where's just the- stayed in here. Generally, had a sleeping bag. Uh, where is that? Does White Knight have anything like? Wh- where is that? Sure. And the sphere rolls off uh, in a direction, and then you come to kind of a a cot, and there's a sleeping bag there. You see a a long sword um, and a suit of armor. Uh, it looks like this bed was being slept in and then the person was gone yeah uh well if amriel wants a new set of armor and a sword amriel has a new set of armor yeah i got and uh, a sword and a better sword yeah oh yuri do you want a sword um is there a spacesuit nope uh all right look we're just gonna have to be quick about it yeah i think the other teams are uh Take us to Aaron. Hot on our, hot on our heels. Oh, apparently there's another hull breach at the far end of the ship. Take us to Aaron. Oh, yes, there, of course. Is there a bottle around here? Yes, there's a, there's a water bottle next to the cot. Okay. Uh, Greg, oh, fuck, I have to leave my projector behind. Um, Pulls himself into a bottle. Yeah, well, because if Greg, go, like you guys, could survive a few minutes in vacuum, Greg will just die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a container. Um, you and you said the suits were all torn up from the explosion. Yes, they were leaking atmosphere, but they but spacesuits are built to compartmentalize. That's right. Um, which of the suits is the least damaged? Yuri's. Um, so, like, if the arm and leg are leaking, could Greg just quickly seal those up from the inside and then hop around on one leg? 
Yeah, or like hang or themselves beat. off somebody's back. Yeah. That's that's what Greg's going to do. Sure, go for it. I need to clean my computer uh, out. Or can the helmets be joined together? Is that possible? I mean, yeah, you could. Like, if they could just click together, Greg I mean, could just they, go. They can't them. just click together, but, like, you could molecularly bond them pretty quickly. Uh, what do you Does guys think? someone else need one of those helmets? Yeah, indeed. Well, I thought you guys were ditching the suits. No, just it's leaking, no. so... Uh, yeah. Uh, Both of them need oxygen, and Emriel is not is definitely not vacuum safe. Yeah. Okay. Never There's mind. an I argument to be made that Yuri could survive a few minutes, mm-hmm. but needs oxygen either way. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I, when Yuri said "Let's go," I thought he just meant, "All right, fuck it, we're going." Yeah. Not that we're going to put back on our damaged suits. Okay. So we'll just. Put back on our damaged suits. You didn't really and take Greg's your suits s- off. I thought we did. Oh. oh. You just Greg came in. into this just section. Came in here. Okay. So Greg's Greg's gonna like seal himself up inside like his sleeve, essentially. Yep. It's a very damp sleeve now because Greg's had to kind of turn himself into a liquid gas. Yeah. And I just sling Greg's liquid bag on. That? Yeah. No, that's fine. I'll let you have that. That's easy to do. Because so essentially Greg- you're just triggering the suit's own self-sealing protocol. Yeah. You just tell it the rest of the suit is punctured. And save, is save my the- arm! And then the suit's like, <laughs> the head cavity where you will be breathing, presumably. No, save my arm! Okay. Is the rest of the suit punctured, or can I go in, like, the chest area and then just seal off the limbs? The chest area is leaking towards the abdomen, so it's not a All great right. option. Yeah. I'll go in the leg, then. It's a little more roomy. Sure. You seal yourself up in one of the legs. Yeah. <laughs> and we move on. It's You're walking down the hallway... Uh, and the spheres leading on, it's like, I don't know if I'm really comfortable going into Aaron's part of the ship, you know. Well, that's Aaron. fine. Just take us to Aaron, and then you can head off. Okay. Um, and right. then it rolls up to a door. Um, also, uh, waiter, do not let anyone else access the prison. Okay. I only really let you in, because you had that points to. Mm-hmm. No one else has it. Okay, okay. Good. Anyway, here's Aaron's part of the ship, and there's a large, familiar type of door in front of you made out of crystals. Uh, now, is Aaron just in here, or is he someone in here? Aaron is of here? Yeah, right. Aaron is the name we gave the ship when you yep. asked for it to have a name. Sure, but I mean... Yep, okay. Uh, but do you open the door? Yeah. Cool. The door opens. You step in, and the the sphere waiter is just sort of waiting near the door as you go in. Uh, you can. We, we'll take custody of the prison. You can go back to serving all your patrons. Oh, brilliant! Thank you so much. I'm so glad. You know, not that I didn't mind helping you guys out and everything, but, you know, really, um, I just want to serve Just drinks. stay in radio contact. If you get any more notifications, let us know. 
okay, we'll do. And the door starts to close, and then, like, the room flashes with light, and Waiter rolls into the room and says, well, okay, fair enough. I guess I can do that, I suppose. Uh, apparently, I am to bring you to the central chamber. Brilliant. I love it. According to who? Brilliant. Aaron would like Aaron. me to do it. Yeah. Anyway, so you're in communication. Way. Okay. Less, less I'm in communication with Aaron and more Aaron's in communication with me. So the sphere rolls past you uh, and leans you through a kind of a winding corridor. This feels like somebody like cut a bunch of clam shell shaped rooms uh, into individual like quadrants and then like glued them all back together. It's kind of a disconcerting kind of space. Um, it feels like mass produced in a way that the others don't almost like it's been mass produced to make it purposefully confusing to navigate. Uh, you can't tell where you've come from or where you're going. It also, like, sometimes being in a building, you can get a sense of where other rooms must be, and you don't get that sense here. Like, you don't know whether there would be another room on the other side of this wall or not. Um, it is purposefully... It seems like the obsession with walls transcends humanity. <laughs> Uh, and then you roll into a central chamber that is all crystals and goopy lines of gunk extending. Uh, and in the middle uh, is kind of a, a crystal squid uh, hanging from like a hook. Uh, and it starts to slowly unfurl some tentacles. Uh, and then it puts a tentacle tip on the sphere. And then you hear come out of Sphere's voice. Uh, I have been designated Aaron by your species. What are you doing aboard? Oh, hello, Aaron. Is this your reason for being aboard? A greeting? Yep. My system is to... severely compromised. I'm very sorry to hear that. Are you Does that mean you can't say hi? Hello? Hello? Hello. No, hi. we can do that. Nope, not us. Good. Would you like to assist me? in repairing myself so that I may resume my objectives. What, what are your objectives? Primary objective is to protect passengers. Oh. Are we passengers? Secondary objectives? You are not passengers. Secondary objectives <laughs> are to ensure the successful accomplishment of my passengers' goals. And what were their oh, goals? Passages. Which of those questions would you like me to uh, answer first? I didn't hear. Yuri goes. Who were the passengers? Was no, that the question? How do we become passengers? How do we become passengers? You are incapable of becoming passengers. Why? You are not of 
the passengers. Oh, well, all right, fair enough. What were the goals of the passengers? The passengers had a many diverse set of goals. Uh, however, their most, their most recent goal was the protection of themselves from the betrayer. Betrayer? Is the betrayer named Victory? Uh, Victor Cree was the name of the betrayer before he betrayed us. How did he betray you? Uh, he decided to lend his aid to the non-passengers and side with them rather than assisting in the construction of additional errands. Was Victor Cree a passenger? Victor Cree was of the passengers, although he had disembarked some time ago. Mm. He had been made ready to assume a ninja position. A what? I'm sorry. Uh, given form and he's basically turned into something like a human. No, he it, was it, given human shape. Okay, and then sent to okay. Earth. So they were invasion of the body yeah. snatching people, or yeah. They were more like V, you know okay. how the reptiles in V make themselves look like humans, so they can uh, assimilate better. Yeah. Yeah, so that they can fuck and teenagers, I guess. Steal all our planet's resources. Yeah. And what was the goal of the visitors here on Earth? They were build coming here to build more Aaron and continue on the pilgrimage. What is the pilgrimage? The pilgrimage is the journey of journeys, the great journey, the ultimate journey. Is there an end goal to the pilgrimage? Yes, it is to reach the place of destination. What is like the place of destination? Translation here. <laughs> what was that, Greg? What is the place of destination? The place of destination is the ultimate goal of the pilgrimage. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a circular definition. How were the how were the pilgrims going to how were the passengers going to make more Aaron? Uh, they would acquire uh, biomass uh, and mineral resources, uh, and then we would plant a seed. And by distilling into it the revitalization fluid, it would convert the biomass and the mineral resources uh, into another Aaron. Then we would create more seeds and distill more of the life-giving fluid into those seeds, repeating the process until we had a whole new crop of Aaron. Uh, would okay. this process deplete all the biomass on the nearby planet? No. Uh, estimates would suggest a uh, use of 67% of the biomass. Oh, well. More than enough for the biosphere to recuperate and bounce back. As has been the process on countless worlds as we have continued on the pilgrimage. Uh, Greg says on the, a private radio channel to them, to the two of them, well... Uh, I was, I admit I was wrong um, about the, the motives for this journey. It's a religious pilgrimage. I mean, that's like a cruise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
They're only going to use 67% of the Earth's biomass. I'm sure that's... And mineral resources. And mineral resources. In my experience, that's consistent with the ways cruise ships operate. Like, they, <laughs> they destroy the environments they arrive in, but not quite. Yeah. Um, they descend yeah. upon those islands like a plague of locusts. Yeah, basically. Greg asks uh, uh, Aaron, where is the traitor now? The traitor? He has gone missing. There was a confrontation with the organisms from Earth, as you say. Uh, and then he disappeared from our scans. Okay. He was um, last spotted in the ruler's private chambers. The commander's reliquary. Where is that? I think we know where that is. He was betraying everybody pretty hard with some laser beams. <laughs> the commander's reliquary, though, was that... I guess that could have been the the room with the painting on it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I say in another private message to them, should we tell Aaron that we're here to repair him and see if we could figure out how he works? <laughs> And or I don't know. I feel like he's listening. You guys hear an explosion uh, somewhere off in the ship, uh, and then you see Aaron's tentacle recoil, uh, and then the uh, other tentacles unfold and kind of plug into things, uh, and then the waiter's like, "Oh, um, I think that uh, the hull breaches have migrated." inwards and are now creating more hull breaches. Hmm, okay. Uh, and then a tentacle sweeps back and grabs Waiter. There and says, you have brought other intruders with you. No, no, we did not. We are yes, here he to did. fix he you. Did, it. <laughs> did you Wait, say was he, he did it? Was he talking yeah, to he us? Did it. To Waiter. No, you have done it. Waiter is of us, of the ship. Oh, he well, is part of Aaron. He would not betray me. But uh, is this room pressurized? I'm real. Smash him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you ask, is this room uh, pressurized? Aaron goes, "Of course." And then Yuri says, "Amriel, smash him." And then Amriel, what do you do? Um, Amriel is going to, is going to summon her sword and mm -hmm. she says, um, you have one chance to surrender to us. And if you do, maybe, just maybe, we will let you use a significantly smaller portion of the biomass on our planet to continue your great journey if you do not surrender to us, then I'm afraid I'm going to have to make some calamari. So you get to have one chance, and then explosions ring out, and laser gun fire, and you hear a machine gun just going bang, 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 bang for a really long time. Uh, more explosions... 
and you're, everything you're saying kind of gets drowned out as you feel your chest glow with a radiant energy like that of the homeland. The true homeland. The land of your birth. Oh, good. Uh, as uh, all three of you uh, see uh, a wall split open from sh- ex- an explosion, uh, and in the distance... Uh, you see, but you I, do have the aspect Dragon Slayer. Yeah. I'm going to ch- channel all that St. George energy that I can. Good. You feel your second pair of wings glow. All right. And I got the exact same roll. So that brings, oh. me, <laughs> that brings me to plus two. Hey, plus two is uh, enough to sever a tentacle uh, as you're glowing... Your glowing uh, red, your flaming sword slices through, uh, and you see like a red cross like extend over the uh, the, uh, tentacle's form. It's like this spectral red cross, and it expands expands out from where you cut, and then it like clamps down around the tentacle, uh, and leaves like a branding mark on it. Who's next? As the tenta- as the cr- as Aaron's core processor screams in pain. So it's like a whole bunch of membranous things leading to the squid. Yes, and then it uh, can use its tentacles it? to like uh, reroute significant processing power to certain areas. Right. How many of those membranous things are there? Innumerable. Innumerable. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, well, Yuri, you could go. Greg's trying to figure out how to be useful. <laughs> well, you're basically <laughs> standing in a brain, so you know you've all seen Futurama, presumably. Yeah, wreck episode- shit up. Yeah, the episode with the worms. It's like that. Cut Aaron's Abdullah, blah, blah blah blah. That thing. Fine motor control. Cut the shit out of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Greg. Uh. Uh. Uh, Amriel, deglove me! Oh no, Yuri, deglove me! I leap up at Aaron and mm-hmm. deglove Greg in the process. <laughs> throwing Greg it's like out. Deboot me because I'm in the leg. It's like you're a crazy <laughs> yeah. martial artist and you're like uncapping like the vial of six sands <laughs> as Greg pours out uh, and. Uh, and martial arts music plays in the background. Someone's playing a shamisen. Nice. Uh, Greg is going to float up and try to get into Aaron. Oh, yeah, you're going to get all up in Aaron. I'm going to try to get all up in Aaron. Uh, Go for it. What are you going to roll to hack the Gibson? Um, I guess... Would that be um, super scientist? I suppose for you are a super scientist examining information research. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it. Do that. You know how it's uh, you. You identified it as a chemical computer before, so just yeah. figure out figure out how to bombard it with uh, with its uh, you know positive and negative state. Chemicals. Do we want to pacify or kill it? 
kill it, I would say. Okay. Um, kill, 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 kill the trolls. Then in that case, uh, I'm not going to try to hack it necessarily. When I was examining the chemical components, presumably I know what it's like made out of. Yeah, like, you recognize the elements in it. You could perform a reaction with those yeah, chemicals. Exactly. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fill it with alien arsenic. Essentially. Oh, that's minus three, which you know, puts me at. I mean, plus Greg's kind of a chemical computer as well, but it's a very different chemical computer. Yeah, in that it's a machine. Um, <laughs> well, humans are chemical computers. That's true. Although um, I describe I, them more as cellular computers. Uh, I got a plus one, so I'm going to invoke my smartest cloud in the room. Because You are not the smartest cloud in the room. What? Aaron's smarter this than you, quick. and he has cloud computing pro- probabilities. Ah, oh, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> fine, in that case, uh, I am going to spend a fate point to invoke everything can be disassembled. Everything can, in fact, be disassembled. Uh, all right, so I that brings me up to plus three. All right. You beat me. Yes. As you begin to <laughs> disassemble the shit out of him. You're turning parts of his chemical computer process into other chemicals. There's lots of calcium everywhere now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yuri, uh, you've just poured out the six sands of the disassembler. Uh, and then as I pour out Greg, I draw my sword and start just jumping around and slashing at tentacles. Yeah, you're just running through, slashing. Uh, laser guns are being emptied into the room. You guys hear a grenade go off. Uh, Abriel, you swear you can hear a woman calling for you. Oh God! Um, is, it's is a Alex... heavenly, sweet voice calling for you. Uh oh! Is your divine armor calling you home? Uh. Um. The the true survivors are here. Is my ex girlfriend in the room? Oh yeah, she's in the room. She's yeah, got she's... a. She's got like an M sixty in her hand. She's Ramboing it up. Okay, so it's not her voice I'm hearing. Then who's? I voice mean, she is it? she could be talking to you. What happened? I I missed that. I said she could be talking to you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this can wait. <laughs> uh, what do you do now? Um, Who can it be now? I think I'm going to go ahead and use that uh, fire fireball spray function that I have mm-hmm. and uh, try to try to uh, burn as much as as much of Aaron as I possibly can. Do you say anything cool while you do it? Mm. Not really. No, I can't think of anything right now, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, mouse, say cheese. <laughs> and a drag cool quip like that you could be an action hero alright make me an attack roll alright let's see 
Oh, I'm rolling like shit tonight. That's uh, minus minus one. Well, that's that's not good. No. Your fireballs dance between the raindrops and seem to hit the areas that Greg's already calcified. <laughs> Unless you want to aspect it. Uh, I have no more fate points. Oh, well, you could try for a compel. That might be worth asking for if you've got no fate points. Uh... Yeah, what what can you compel for me? I've got uh, no gods, no masters. I've got the me and team. I'm sure you could do something about Hell's Fury Unleashed, and I just, you know. All right. No gods, no masters. The suit is trying to take you back to God. Oh. <laughs> well, tear, off, tear off your divine protection for a fate point. <sighs> Like it would have protected me anyway. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, you can hear a voice as you're ripping off the gauntlet and all the shiny armor. It's like, no, you can come home, Amriel. <laughs> you can do the good Lord's work again. Do you remember what it was like to be part of the choir? Don't you want to sing again? To be a yeah. mindless puppet? Is a slave a slave if they don't know they're a slave, Emriel? Come home. That's not a very compelling argument. And and I'm just stripping off. Taking a butt naked red demon. Lesbian demon. Stands in the brain of an alien spaceship. Craig, only what are you doing? In, only in base raiders. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep fucking shit up. All right. What are you fucking up now? Is there a specific uh, aspect of Aaron's comp- uh, control that you'd like to mess with? So, knowing basically that this is a chemical computer, it's like receiving and sending chemical impulses, but the squid part is like the main processor, essentially, right? Yeah, so it can redirect, like, it's essentially the squid can, like, overclock sections of uh, its uh, system. That's what the moving the tentacles around does. Okay. Uh, And you said it's hanging from, like, a hook thing? Yeah, it's suspending it there on a hook. A single hook? Yes. Could I make that hook go away? You certainly could. I'm going to try to do that. Make it All right. fall. Disassemble the shit out of it. Yep. Uh, oh, that's much better. That's a plus seven. All right, go for it. But uh, I have a delay on it, so it's going to take another turn. Yeah, so you start to dissolve this thing, and then you, the technical reaches out for Wader, and then you hear Wader say, No, Greg, stop. Please. Are, are we not kindred spirits? Are we not both living computers? Oh, not, not this again. Do we not both serve, I suppose? Someone shut the sphere up, please. Emriel kicks it like a soccer ball across the room. <laughs> and then Yuri, like, baseball hits it. <laughs> nice. In, back into the, into the squid. 
in half, I think, essentially, actually. Yeah. You cut the waiter in half. You've had enough of waiter. Alright. And then I guess we're back to Amriel? Um, well, now that Amriel's naked, um, she... Oh, actually, no, Yuri. Yuri just cut the dude in half. So, yeah. Yuri, you doing anything else? Uh, cutting more tentacles? Does that seem like the most effective thing? You could try and stop the other super teams from getting in here and dealing the death blow. <laughs> sure, are they, like, just running in? Yeah, they're getting close. They're, like, you see Julio has, like, uh, his arms like a grenade launcher, and he's just firing... Uh, TKS has these plasma rifles that they're firing at the walls. They're trying to eat their way through the building and they're kind of coming into this central processing space from like two directions. But those two directions are to the left of where you are. Right. They are, they are attempting um. to red faction it into the processor. <laughs> um, in which case I'm just going to... I think I'm gonna get ready and then like crash tackle the first one in. Alright. So you kind of sheath your sword and you just get into a sumo pose. Mm-hmm. Standing at like the entry to like the two the yep. way you can see me from both of the uh, entries. And then you see uh Julio blast a hole and then uh what is his name? Not Julio, obviously. Uh and then uh Jason uh, flying kicks through the space. Jason Judo comes flying through, headband over his spacesuit. And then I just go just... flying to, like, collect him at the stomach. <laughs> you just fucking tackle him. Uh, and you go, and you slam him into a wall, and then you're both kind of scrappily wrestling on top of one another. Uh, I would assume that Jason Judo would have the advantage in that contest, but we shall see what uh, Amriel does. Um, I was thinking about laying down some suppressive suppressive fire with actual fire. So just (laughs) make everybody cover. Go for it. By By throwing fireballs from my sword. Uh, Amriel is creating a uh, a scene aspect. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Uh, I get a plus four. Brilliant. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire as the whole room just like bursts with fireballs. It's like old John Wooey in here as slow motion kicks off and it's just kaboosh fireball, kaboosh fireball, kaboosh fireball. Doves fly across. Oh no, wait, they're just little <laughs> spheres. <laughs> uh, Broken in half so they look like wings. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and the whole space is burning. Greg is your name. Yes. Greg, your turn. Uh, I'm going to finish eating the hook. (laughs) The hook is eaten. Uh, Aaron's core processor falls to the ground and then a tentacle reaches up to stroke your cloud. And And you hear Don't kill me, Greg. I've seen such beautiful things. Things you wouldn't believe. 
Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Ternhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in the rain. And then yep. Aaron goes limp. Thank you, Rutger Hauer. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine that the whole time Aaron was voiced by Rutger Hauer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, and then all of the floating quantum entangled cameras that you guys often block out of existence start flashing. Uh, and then like a loudspeaker sounds, stop killing one another. The ethereals <laughs> have won. You just see like Yuri and Jason Juno just like <laughs> feebly like child wrestling on the floor. <laughs> And then they like look up as one of them, like strangling each other at the same time. Jason's like, Stop, get off me, quit it. You <laughs> <laughs> said, Stop killing each other, God. God, did you hear him? They said, Stop killing me, Jesus, God. <laughs> and they both like shove each other off and like fall onto the floor. <laughs> God. Congratulations, Ethereals. You have performed excellently. Uh, and and that and that's it. You've killed Aaron. You have uncovered something about Ragnarok as well. Um, your spaceship works, and you've got more yeah. spaceship parts you can salvage. Mm-hmm. Maybe a sweet antimatter battery. Yeah, that'd be cool. An antimatter injection manifold. Who doesn't want one of those? Oh, those are the best. Oh, they're so good at injecting antimatter. Especially into manifolds. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> let's let's do post race interviews. I think. Okay. You know, you guys are you guys are at the uh, victory party, um, uh, back on Earth a, a, a couple of days later. Uh, you know, there's champagne and Raiderade being passed around. Everybody is drinking. Campaign notes. Everybody is drinking exploded, but exploding base. Yeah. Um, they're loving it. Um, Amriel and uh, Amriel and Alexandra are making out in the corner. Uh, and they're oh, oh no, you know what? Uh, Alex comes up to you and she's like, "Congratulations on winning!" And then she just full on the mouth kisses you without any warning, Amriel. Uh, Amriel, Amriel kisses back. It's very sports movie. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, various nondescript reporters, uh, come up to each of you in turn. Well, they're probably all coming up to you, like, at the same time, but you're in different parts of this huge party space. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, sure, since everyone's jumping on it, I'll go first. Good. Uh, <laughs> Bunch of reporters surrounding you, Greg. People are spraying liquids at your gaseous form. Uh, can, like, uh, if it's a party, I'm probably I'm probably in my human Bowie form. To people make are covering worse. people are covering gas cloud Bowie and various liquids, um, mostly champagne and energy drink. Uh, and then 
uh, a reporter comes up and she says, Greg, Greg, how does it feel uh, to to win the uh, the, the sixth annual uh, Raider Raid Race of the Base International Base Race competition? Oh, uh, it, it feels very good. Uh, Greg, Greg, are you planning to return to your home planet? Yes. Well, once I uh, gather enough materials for my spaceship to make sure it is an adequate vessel to free my people from their enslavement. Uh, Greg, Greg, uh, Vincent Chaswick from Guns and Ammo. Uh, can you tell us I'm a little talking. bit about... You're fake news. I'm not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the fantastic weapon systems you've installed on your on your spaceship there. Uh, oh, and, yes. and, and do you think that they should be uh, they they should be given to American citizens under the Second Amendment? Oh no. Oh uh, uh, well, then uh, what do you say to the accusations that you're a filthy liberal cuck? Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't know what those words mean, so I'm going to say they're false. Uh, so it's a, uh, uh, somebody uh, shouts to you, yeah, Greg. Greg, what do you say to the young men and women uh, that want to uh, that have developed somewhat of a cult around you, uh, and uh, and would like to sleep with you? Oh, uh, um, well. I would say they can't, because I'm a gas cloud. Greg, will you sign my boots? I suppose they could sleep inside of me, but that would probably be rather uncomfortable. A man, a man screams from the crowd, Greg, sign my boobs! Oh. I am told that oh. I smell like a fart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just devolves into chaos. Who wants to go next? Yes, yeah, so, uh, Yuri. Okay, go ahead. Yuri? Uh, Yuri, uh, how, how does it feel to have won the uh, like champagne just like spraying over the cameras? <laughs> oh, Yuri's oh, the great. one spraying champagne all over Greg. It's only it's only a thousand dollar camera. It's great. Thanks for spraying it. <laughs> and then uh, I'm just drinking champagne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you have anything to say to your former teammates uh, from your past life? Hit me up. (laughs) Hit me up on MySpace. (laughs) Or Friendster. Get up in it. This is the best win ever. Check me out on (laughs) MyYearbook.com. uh, y- Yuri, Yuri, some people have been suggesting that you might be dating uh, famed uh, supermodel uh, Ivana Crumptish. Is this true? What? I don't know. Hit me up. <laughs> Give me her number. I'm not, but like, if you have her number, I'm happy <laughs> to chat. Uh, Yuri, are you going to be writing a book? No. <laughs> we've, heard, we've heard that the, the rights to your life have, uh, are apparently being uh, optioned by Warner Brothers and Paramount Pictures of the two studios which would you like to make the movie about your life uh, Paramount I don't know I haven't watched many movies in 20 years <laughs> a movie's still about you know people being cool <laughs> They still movies. Who optioned my life rights? <laughs> Who has the lawyers? Yeah, what? We're gonna have uh, to reread our contracts with Raiderade. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Gary, apparently several people have filed paternity suits against you, claiming that you uh, fathered their children. Is this true? Well, that's just not possible. <laughs> because I am a... <laughs> I've had Yuri... sex with zero women. Yuri, have you given any, uh, given any thought uh, to the idea of uh, becoming a... Becoming a uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, entering into a sponsorship deal with uh, with uh, Magic Noodle or perhaps uh, Cup Noodle. I or consider any, it any the instant noodle brands. I like noodles. Uh, fantastic. As long as I get to direct it myself. As long as you get to direct the noodles yourself. Um, and Amriel. Uh, a reporter interrupts your kiss. Amriel, Alexandra, does this mean that you two are getting back together? Uh, well, let's just say that uh, I have cleared my schedule for the length of one human lifetime. <laughs> Which human lifetime? <laughs> uh, how does it feel to have won uh, this year's base race, Amriel? No, it, it feels it feels great. Uh, it feels it feels good to know that uh, I still have the old competitive instincts in me that uh, that I can that I can uh, put my mind to something and uh, with the aid of my teammates, of course, uh, win the day, carry through. You know, often uh, sporting stars thank God in these situations. Is there anyone you'd like to thank? Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank uh, the Archangel Michael for uh, stabbing me in the side and then putting a boot in my face <laughs> and kicking me out of heaven. Because if that hadn't happened, Showing I would not me be that here. Even assholes can be successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if that had not happened, I, I wouldn't be here today, and I wouldn't I wouldn't have ever learned that even assholes can be successful. Michael's just watching on TV. He's like, that asshole. If I'd known she was going to be successful, I would have just killed her. Emriel, uh, do, do, uh, do you regret being summoned to Earth? Um, well, I mean, it's kind of a silly question because the alternative is hell, which is unending misery. And, uh, I mean, here there's a great... Demons? Well, I mean, it is an eternal punishment, separation from God, and we, we just make it miserable for others. Misery loves company. Yeah, as they say. Uh, here, here they have champagne, and uh, I've I found, I found love, I've found victory. I'm, I don't regret it for a second. <laughs> uh, pun. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of victory, like as she's saying this, she's like uh, she's like leaning on him, using him as a as a table, the the <laughs> suspension unit. We just brought it home and put yeah. it, <laughs> brought it, put a tablecloth over it. Um. Uh, Amriel, do do you know why the ideal or the or even the protectors uh, uh, secreted away victory in this healing vat? Uh, we assume it's a healing vat. 
I couldn't say. Uh, maybe maybe at some point we'll wake him up and ask him, see what he has to say for himself. Why uh, would so- they hide the healing vat inside of the alien spacecraft where presumably he was mortally wounded? Seems like uh, Victory here had a lot of issues. Uh, he was originally of the race uh, that sent the fleet here to consume 67% of our biomass and apparently changed sides at one point. So he was probably wrestling with a lot of stuff. And uh, Do, you think that let- that, do you think that that might have been related to his homosexuality and his homosexual relationship with... Uh, what the fuck is the name of that guy? White Knight? <laughs> Captain Science, I don't know. <laughs> I think it has more to do with the genocide that he committed on the ship. Yeah, <gasps> of his own people. Shock reveal. <laughs> and that is the only story that is that is aired. That's the only legitimate news story. Uh, Good. Base Raiders reveal that victory was mass murdering psychopath. I'm okay with that. I feel like they'd word it really badly, though. It'd be like, Base Raiders, uh, Base Raiders revealed victory genocide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> genocide victory. Uh, and uh, you guys, you know, you have a good off-season. Um, some of you ha- move on to other projects, but uh, that is a story for another time, and it is not one that we are telling today. That was our base raiders campaign, and that was the last run of our adventure base raiding. Woo! Uh, yeah. Woo! Uh, we'll get your thoughts on the campaign as a whole another time. But what did you guys think about that run? Good. I liked. We finally uh, actually had some competition from the other teams. <laughs> yeah, I, I did <laughs> like. I actually that. showed up. I did. Ha- I did like how, like, we as we were going through and exploring and like really like dilly dallying and not getting anywhere you just like yeah there are hull breaches and explosions and <laughs> they're getting closer and then by the time i was like trying to make a big speech and you're just like nope they're coming in now it's over <laughs> you guys have had enough time to screw around if you'd done a short speech i wouldn't have cut you off but like that speech was two or three lines long and i'm like you, you do not get through all of this yeah <laughs> you get to the i give you one chance part and then Explosions. Sorry. Cool. It was worth a shot. I would play Base Raiders again, but I would use just straight up normal fate. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a fan of all the trappings and the power levels. (laughs) No, we can all agree that after a whole campaign of it, we're not use the system. No. Yep. Love yeah. the setting. Love the setting. Love the that premise. Fantastic, yeah. Just not into those mechanics. Strange Fate is a mess. Needlessly complicated, I feel. Strange yeah. Fate. But anyway, we'll talk uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about that when we do our little letters from home post uh when we release the entire campaign in a nice big long playlist for all of you. However, for now, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. And don't forget to check us out on all the social media.